It's about Christmas. It's about family. It's about truth. It's about lies. It's about God. It's about Satan. It's about nothing. It's about everything. It's about art. It's about uh, matriarchy, patriarchy. It's about mommy, daddy, you know. But what's it really about? That way, when we say, oh. That's our song! <laughs> Thank you, Steven! Woo! We're back, baby. <laughs> How are we doing? That was pretty, that was pretty good, I man. Know, I wanted to give I you asked, a I asked, I asked for energy, I got energy, and I'm feeling good. Feeling fired up. All right. Yeah. We got Fanny, oh, Alexander. 1982 Bergman's quote-unquote final film of course not his final film but it was going to be his final film classically bankrupted the country uh the production um and this is good this is our welcome to our uh 2021 Christmas asterisk special um, Final day of December. End of year special. It is the end of year special. Last day? No, tomorrow is. Second to last no, day. No, it's not. Shit. It's New Year's Eve Eve. It's, mm-hmm. it's only the sixth day of Christmas, so. Yeah. Sixth day of Christmas special. We're talking about this five and a half hour behemoth. We watched, yeah, we watched the whole version. We're completists. Yeah. Just kidding. We're doing all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. The whole Fanny Alexander thing. <laughs> As a Christmas special, we are doing Harry Potter, ABC. That that, that, that fun. that's not even too bad of an analogy. Given Harry Potter one has pretty the good length. Christmas vibes, <laughs> and then two, three, four, yeah. five, six, or whatever don't exactly uh, revolve around Christmas. But yeah, you know, we just needed an excuse, so. Anyway, we're here and we made it. We got returning, returning guest, uh, Jacob. Is that like you to start talking? Yeah, what drinking do you got? A Mad- drinking a Modelo. Drinking a Modelo. Right, we, uh, drink, I'm actually drinking a four. I'm drinking a, to all the listeners. I'm drinking a Four Loco. And, uh, it's, four Loco it's, Gold. It's 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> No, but uh, you know, Fanny Och, Alexander, a lot of Alexander, not too much Fanny. Really makes you think. Really makes you think. So you know, true. lots, so true. lots of <laughs> lots of feminist messages. You know, in this in this work, I'm feeling episode one very Christmassy, very fun. Then it gets serious. Then then it's time for the kids to leave the room. Okay, we're gonna leave the house, and it's time to have some serious conversations. But uh, you know, all jokes aside, it was a long one, and uh, can't wait to start talking about this. John turned twenty-one. Uh, and okay. I guess that do I hand this over to Brody now? Is it my? Yeah, I think Brody is a bit. Yeah, I'm not. Usually, this isn't the. We're going bottom to top. Brody, we're going bottom to top minus Troy. Before we start recording, we're reversing the binary. Yeah, before we start recording, Brody said he had something really funny he was gonna do. 
no. <laughs> um, I did not uh, have something to say. <laughs> uh, I got discouraged from my funny bit. Um, anyway, uh, I'm really excited to talk about this film. This was a lot of fun. Uh, it was fucking awesome. And it was extremely beautiful and um, made me believe in God, even though I did it already. Woo! Uh, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Now, passing the torch to Steven. The torch? Yeah. Well, it's the like unlit Olympics. torch, and I will light it. <laughs> what? With my atheism. Okay. Fire. Just kidding. I thought the movie was awesome. Uh, I actually thought the first episode was the least awesome, and the rest were way doper and based. The yeah. first one gave me uh, La Dolce Vita vibes, in the sense that it was, like, draining. I got really, like, drained by it. But, I, overall, I thought the whole thing was beautiful and great. Alright. That's it. That's it? Okay. So, uh, yeah, this movie is so good. Um, So awesome to watch five full hours of Bergman doing his thing and I think this may be my favorite Bergman and I think that it's also um Troy's making faces at me even though he agrees that it's my favorite Bergman okay (laughs) (laughs) uh... (laughs) yeah this this might be my favorite Bergman um I think that it is, and for like particular reasons, um, I think it's very appropriate as being um, his attempt at making a final film. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense as like a conclusion in many respects um, to a lot of a lot of the the themes and ideas, and we can we can talk about that that run through his work. But you think, yeah, uh... I loved it. Do you think Tarantino's final film is gonna be this good? He's gonna he's gonna make Star Trek, right? Yeah. Is he really for his final film? No, I don't know. Uh, that was like rumored that he was gonna make dude, a Star Trek remake. That's it. Your ultra an ultra violent. <laughs> finally, finally, an ultra violent Star Trek. I mean, we've, we've been needing it. We've yeah, we've been needing that. We've been needing that. We needed yeah. this. Okay. The real question is, how is Tarantino gonna fit the N word in space? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's my turn. Um, <laughs> guys, please, let me just say, listen, is it Bergman's best? No. Does John think it is? Predictably, yes. Predictably. Predictably. What's his best? What's his best? In your opinion? Oh, I don't know. There's quite a few that are much better. But. Okay. Is it fantastic? Yes. Episode one, obviously... Is it the best episode? The best. Who's to say? Is it super fucking awesome? Peak, cozy, Kino family vibes? Of course. Not really. So, yes. Because <laughs> Carl's no, situation dude, is so I know. fucking tragic so what, and but th- sad. Dude, Carl... That's not but that's, Carl but is that's one of the best. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's Christmas family. It's Christmas family. Yeah. Not my family. family. Oh, yeah. Steven's family is perfect. We all know. Steven, Steven's just like, where's the child's Yeah, Steven's, <laughs> Steven's <laughs> never had a family member overdose at Christmas dinner. What are these allegations here? 
Look, I said it was an awesome series, and I'll even say the first episode was overall good, but of the four episodes, not the best. Listen, uh, what are you talking? What are you even talking listen, about? Listen, Christmas episode two and three clearly filler. Dude, <laughs> super fucking boring. The final episode is so based, okay. and it makes you cry. It's so good, dude. When they're coming together as a based, based, based family. Yeah. And and uh, is it Isaac? Isaac comes in and saves the day. It's all so base. Isaac. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, the final episode is probably the best, but the first episode is also probably the best. Anyway, True. I love this. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, he's been... Bergman's been uh, attacked by the uh, liberal media for trying to accomplish too much in one film. But uh, I, think he, uh, I think he touches enough points, but he doesn't overdo it. And uh, thank God for all the monologues we get. Episode one, we've got uh, the father's monologue to the theater. You know, we get Isaac's storytelling in the <laughs> final episode. Oh, so good. We get the speech. Anyway, I'm a big fan. And I just want to defend episode one a little bit. Well, I think, Let's... yeah, I, I love it. I, I think here's the thing we're talking about oh what's the best episode where's the why are we why are we comparing it's one so movie. true one well, movie yeah. under and god the, and the first episode, episode indivisible and the first and the first and the first act first act yeah, first act is critical to me being uh, happy the rest of the film it is it is very important to be to be to spend this christmas party be invited to the table with this family, you know, at the Christmas party. I probably could have. I probably could have achieved the same thing without that whole episode. Oh my god! <laughs> What's what is what, this? Is like the inverse. You know, if this is a bit, that's fine. But this is like the inverse of my instincts with respect to this series. Anyway, let's just go chronologically. Can we start with episode one? Just kind of talk through it. Maybe yes, we for can. A few minutes. The first time I saw that opening shot, I cried. Not even kidding. Beautiful. I can't wait. What what was the opening shot? The opening shot, shot is of cold blue water flowing very smoothly over a man-made, uh -huh. you know, uh, structure, it, and it's just it's, fantastic. It's funny. Okay. They, they use the same that same thing in a uh, Doctor Manslave to like <laughs> announce the acts <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> it's like running water. <laughs> That's all I can think about when those shots were happening. <laughs> so it's Christmas time. But, uh, we start off, right? We have like, uh, what is the first thing we see? Is it the uh, the, the play? No. Yes. Yes. Is it, yes. Is it? Or is it Fanny? Well, is it yes. Alexander? The very first thing we see is Alexander under the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. He's the playing pro, with the his prologue stage. Thing. And then yeah. he sees uh, he sees yeah. the supernatural like activity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's out. that's huge. That's that's something that's super interesting. Is the um and something that I found interesting um is that like in other Bergman films there is still like uh like subjective views and stuff you know of like characters, but uh this time it's like very specific. It's usually in like almost like the same way like David Lynch has it or whatever it's like psychological projections would be like a way to explain it you know and it's like and it's more about the whole film itself you know and it's more of a structural thing rather than like a personal character thing but in this in this whole thing we see stuff 
from the very beginning, we get introduced to Alexander and him, his particular, like, subjective view of things or whatever and seeing these seeing these ghosts and whatnot i am on board with the so i won't disagree with the subjective thing but i think the bergman touch to this is that like as 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 shows like throughout the rest of the movie and like it's a it's a it's bergman's philosophy it seems that he's not just asserting that alexander's seeing this he's saying it's really there like in a in a metaphysical way right like in an objective metaphysical way like some sort of like with the for instance the magic the spell at the end yeah that lets them get the away Jewish, the like Jewish there's there, he he like there's yeah. a claim about the the existence of it you know beyond just like uh the subjective you know like no i'm i'm totally there you know i'm i'm down with that but i um yeah i mostly but the way that the way that it is presented as alexander's view i think right. is still substantially different than the way something yeah. like that would be or like magic or yeah that, that that sort of thing in other other bergman films is presented differently and it's presented as less of like a hard line between alexander yeah. and the world or like a character in the world and more just like the world itself in other films also unique in that it's the first time we see anything like this from bergman both like seeing a character's like perception as opposed to like yeah you get like general psychologizing and stuff but also this is like the first time there's any like magic in any bergman's film speaking of magic that uh the play the actual play in the first act mm-hmm. um of the nativity scene mm-hmm. that was pretty pretty kino yeah I and uh the uh, what's the main act actress's name? The on the the character is Emily. Emily. Okay, sure. But I, it's I Ella, just... Ella Froling is her okay. real name. Emily. Okay, I'll just use I'll just say Emily. But though, um, I knew I knew that it was Emily, but I, that was a general. Okay, uh, sorry. But yeah, she, she looked pretty good <laughs> in like that angel costume. Did she look? She looked fire the whole film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I I have a very contentious opinion about the appearance of this person. Oh, let's go. Okay, because um, I know that it's literally it's literally just eyes, big eyes, big eyes with like, and, you know, the uh, coloration. And that's yeah. it. Like <laughs> your point. Yeah, that's it. It's just big. She just has big eyes and that's it. Uh, but I love seeing the transition um, from destitute Emily back in the and then to the end where she's uh, back to being fruitful. Yeah, so awesome um and base blackface and yellow face in the play yes yeah we had some of that uh the um i like the introduce introduction of all the characters you know like gustav is like so fucking based he's like he's so just like awesome. this jolly guy yeah, we you know first who's see always him like singing and laughing we first see him giving instructions to the to like the help as they prepare for a wait, dinner wait. for all the uh hold on holding to what Hold on, we're 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 getting away from the first actual introduction, which is seeing them all in the audience before the before the play starts, and then you have oh, like yeah. more formal introductions where you see them doing stuff. But yeah, Hanukkah obviously ripped off Bergman. That that was what I immediately thought of a more yeah F- filming film an op film an audience. Oh my gosh, this is just like Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> um that but unironically though what you know it's okay well 
I just want to get sidetracked, endlessly sidetracked yeah. with tons of just, you know, inane comments. But, uh, <laughs> you know, first act, pretty good. I like the, uh, also, you know, just general vibes were up. Um, something else that stuck out to me, just like aesthetically and emotionally, was the uh, the chair story at the very end of the first oh, act. Oh, so good. That, Literally, that was, probably one of the awesome. best parts of the entire thing. Like, yeah, it was really what, good. Was it Fanny that was like, yeah. uh, don't do that? Yeah. She was like, stop, stop. Yeah. Awesome. So good. So, so good. good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so good. I love. Okay. But we, we skipped over. Okay. There's so much to talk about. Obviously, we'll never get anywhere. But the. Uh, do you guys like the theater speech that. Uh, oh, it's amazing. That he gives? Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. But was it true? I love it. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Oscar. Oscar. Oscar? Oscar. Yeah. Well, it's funny. In the, uh, so during the speech, well, obviously there's this theme of like long drawn out speeches. Yeah. In like the, so awesome. From the Eck dolls where they're like not, they're constantly like self doubting and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, Carl, so, you know, his brother is like his back is turned to him the entire time in that scene. I don't know if that was like, I didn't notice that. You know, I don't know if that was intentional or if it was showing some like division in the family or something. More was like he, jealousy. No, I was, think he, was just, he also late? He was late to it, right? He was like super. No, hammered. no, he was no, late to is, the party, but at the at the play yeah. when uh, didn't his wife bring him over there? No, too? no, because he was like yeah. just playing cards. No, no. So it, the I know the Christmas part you're you're referring the cards to. Where is he gets after late the, to the Christmas thing. Cards is after the play speech. Yes. Oh, okay. So right. I think the idea is that he's like hanging out with the cast and crew or something. I don't really know. Well, Oh, okay. Cards was before the play speech, but because th- because oh. then when Gustav was bringing down the the fire, that's when you see them playing yeah. cards, and then she brings them down. Yes, and after that the speech happens, right? Um, yes. no, I'm is, just saying um, the cards um, takes yeah. place between the playhouse and yeah. the Ekdal house because he's late to the Ekdal house. Yeah, he's on time for the yeah, play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It might have been so. Always... Okay, then it might have been some other background character. No, 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 I, no, no, no. It's, no. I'm he looking is, at the frame right yeah, now, and it's Carl. Is. And Carl is, has his back yeah. turned, and is the only person not okay. facing yeah. Oscar. Carl, yeah, I think Carl is just not art pilled. And uh, dude, by the way, a part problems. that we forgot. Yeah, he's dude. Fucking, we we missed the part in the intro where Alexander sees death. With the seat, with the side. Yeah, no, we, we kind of talked about, about it. Oh, we did. John totally referenced it. My bad, John. I can't. I've totally forgot that even existed. Yeah, he sees death, but before he yeah. sees death, he putting, sees some rocking, you know, mass. some rocking titties. Dude, yeah, that, I, I thought that was the craziest. Like, like that. I was not ever expecting to see that in a Bergman film. Like the statues start moving. Like that was that. Like, I was shocked yeah, I was by that. It was pretty so crazy. So. Child but, imagination. Yeah, I'm just I'm skipping watching the intro now. Skipping, skipping to the end. How crazy is it? Like the uh, the Japanese demons <laughs> that like the the, they're real people. <laughs> like I was so scared. Wait, when? <laughs> they're, they're real people wearing like the Japanese demon costumes oh, yeah, in, in the, the in Jewish, Jewish labyrinth. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like thinking the entire time that one was gonna like reach out yeah and, that place like, was yeah. that place was scary so like, sick. Jewish... that would be so scary to have to go to pee, go pee at night oh go my pee. god what what yeah. an insane like just space like to yeah. to be in for that i don't know it is so so terrifying and like the kind of comfort as well as the right. like, danger of of the the family you know the jewish family yeah okay but i want so, hold on I, 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 we, while we're on 
was was it actually God behind the door? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, wait. I want to. I want to go back to the speech because we were talking about the speech. Yeah, a world inside so, a world inside a world. Yeah the the whole. I think that like the. I mean, it seems that the speech kind of encompasses a ton of what is talked about the film, and then is bookended by the speech that uh, what's his name gives. Uh, what's the brother's name? Oh no, Isak. I think no, it's Gustav more complimented by Isak, but you're, you're talking you're... about Gustav. By what? I I'm saying I think it's more co- mostly complimented by Isak's story, but but you're talking about Gustav. Which one's end. which one's Isak's story? Jewish magician. Oh, the, yes, yes, yes. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I mean, it's all. Dark it's Templar. All. I mean, I, I like like I'm saying I'm saying that this thing that is complimented by these other like kind of monologue soliloquy mm. things are like all part of this kind of I, I see that as being kind of one of the main things that that he wants to talk about which is like art the yeah the little the little world and mm-hmm. that w- little world being the theater film art the family etc cetera, etc cetera. um and i was going to say something else about that uh yeah all this family talks pretty rich from a coming from a guy who had none Throwing it out there. Also, if Did it's if it's not generally known, huh? I'm saying Bergman. I didn't, Berg, oh, yeah, I didn't Bergman, know that. Yeah. Oh, Bergman has like four different families, i.e., like kids with a lot of different women and abandoned all of them. Um, but later it's in life, sick. there is a bit of a reunion there. Also, in case it's not clear, uh, Fanny is a Bergman self-insert. I mean, not Fanny. <laughs> Alexander is a Bergman <laughs> self-insert, where he had uh, this like Lutheran father who was extremely abusive and stringent and stuff like this and Mm -hmm. okay that yeah what's interesting about thinking about alexander as being a self-insert his father oscar um is like the father that he wish he had or something Mm -hmm. and the fact that he dies and then is still like present as like uh spirit or whatever in his life when he's got the 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 bad bad church man father mm-hmm. um that it's like uh yeah some so it's some kind of like i don't know the father that he wish he had and like some kind of i don't know troy said before like the bergman left his children so that he could be my dad or something like yeah. that but um <laughs> but I, I yeah but i think there's actually like some truth to that in like some kind of some he, yeah he's kind of, kind of like the the like abstracted like some kind of meta father or something like that like the 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 artist yeah well god god the father i.e art i.e bergman and then the fake the fake that fa- is the fake the fake father <laughs> i was really hoping that the end would have some crazy uh fuck up from alexander aka bergman like, I was really hoping that he would be the one to fuck up super hard and cause people's deaths. He did. But he didn't. Right. Just he, to complete the Hamlet he cycle. Did. He causes he, the death of the Lutheran guy. Of the priest. He doesn't really cause... He does not yeah, really. He's, he's pretty about? clearly he, responsible. He partners with the devil himself yeah. to kill his stepfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but, but it's not it's not through, like, a, it's not through like a, a mix-up on his end. It's not like a... It seems like really based and true the way he commits it as opposed to the hamlet would be like 
What are you really talking about? Yeah. Confused. What are you talking about? Going going in league with the devil? Yeah, <laughs> going in league. Are you going in league not... with art and beauty and mysticism to kill the evil father and supplant him? Yeah, as the no, new father. No, Stephen's saying it's not an Look, accident. Whereas if Hamlet were doing it, if right. it was more Hamletia, it would, would be, be more accidental. More, yeah, confused and yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually liked all the Hamlet stuff because it it doesn't um, like I think it's presented as something silly. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like yeah, the mind it, of a little boy right. wants to fancy himself Hamlet, and all the adults and are like, "Don't mom. be Hamlet! Like, that's not that's yeah. not what this is. Don't be cringe! Like, you're yeah, not and, Hamlet. And Relax." And, and the mom and the mom walks up and says, "I am not Gertrude. Yeah. This is not a terrible place, <laughs> and it's an awful place." Yeah. For him. <laughs> Classic yeah. adult being completely wrong. Yeah, I like the I like the part when when uh, Alexander like starts giving the the. Speech or whatever he like picks up where his dad left off over there in the theater and then his mom comes in and is like stop and then like grabs him or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that part was really good so is art just a sphere inside the greater sphere of world and sometimes reflects it and also contains it of course okay of course that's that, Art dude, defined. we're not here to talk about the obvious here. Classic, classic Bergman just saying the obvious. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then, and then treat dressing it up. Oh wow! Look, well, dude, yeah. we know art is based. Okay. This podcast. Hey, I'll tell, I'll no. Tell <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I, episode one contained definitely one of my favorite, maybe even one of my favorite scenes of all time. Uh, sort of species of all time. Which was the chair bit? Yeah, the chair yeah, bit chair is, bit. is yeah. oh my god, so incredible! Like the Dude, way it convinces to the you. Dude, it yeah. is so fucking awesome. I could. I was thinking about that for like three days afterwards. I was like, "Holy shit, that is so based." I love the fact that it also is like about like art and the story and its utility, which of course we all know is super based and true. But it also talks about like. Like, it also has, like, Christmas wrapped up in it. Because I saw episode one before Christmas, you know? So I was thinking about Christmas, and I was like, dude, this is so true. Like, the story of Christmas and also the ritualization of Christmas is all, like, what gives it val- like gives it meaning and, like, value. And then it's, like, everything else outside of that is, like, I don't know. Like, it's in somewhat fake, but, like, also the most true. Yeah. Cringe, you know what I mean? Cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... I was just saying, Brody thinks it's about Christmas when it's actually about this chair that no. is thousands of years old and has such a rich history. Who knew? Oh, I was gonna, the um, what we were saying earlier about um, Bergman's kind of asserting of like the the kind of reality of of like Alexander's subjectivity or something like that, um, or and like the magic elements in this stuff, and like. I love that the, I don't know, it's like the movie's like anti uh, debunking, you know, like it's like mm-hmm. anti, it's like, it, like, uh, like the chair scene, I think is really strong argument for like the fact that the, like, I don't know, it's like Fanny's not a stupid kid and it like the story well. matters, you know, like it matters and it's not, it's not like. I don't know. It, it it's um, which I mean, th- I don't know. We keep talking about like, oh, it makes you believe in God or whatever. But I see that as being kind of one of the central 
points of something like that whereas like it's not like just kidding it's just a chair which is like kind of what um i mean kind of I, well okay this is this is one of the, like i said earlier that this like makes sense as being a progression in 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 bergman's kind of themes and such and i think he he does do this earlier but but there's lots more films like persona in particular where it's like show you this thing and then pull the rug out from under you and show you this thing and then pull the rug out from under you with nothing left after you do that besides like the thing itself and then it's kind of like the the belief in the film is built on your end and never asserted by the film itself or something like that so true and then but then in this film it's all about the it's not it's no longer about like the can I get you believe in this and then pull the rug out from under you? It's like, I'm going to make you believe in it. And then we're going to pull the rug out or whatever and show you that it still stands or something like that. And, 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 and I think in that way, it's like, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's come to like a more complete point than just the, like, I'm going to show you something fake and show you that it's fake you know and mm -hmm. but like it's going to be powerful or something like that it's like it's like a stronger assertion that it's like it's fabricated but it's true in a more real sense or something like that yes extremely true i think i think this is true with the chair and it's it's not compromising too because yeah it is just a chair right and it's about what's built upon the chair you know the story and whatnot yeah but i think it becomes muddied by the actual Jewish Dark Templar magic. Uh, <laughs> although I think that like that, which I think is awesome. Like I like that we're getting a world of legitimate magic and it's like really fun in Christmas. Uh, but I think it kind of may, might go against your point a little bit. But also I just want to point out, I think there's like a mirror between the, the mummy and the chair where the chair is something that's just a chair and then there's heavy discussion of the way it sits in the light and the way it glows. And it totally does, like, on camera, but it doesn't glow glow, right? It's more just, like, the magic of lighting in general, right? And there's all this discussion of lighting and the way the light, you know, emanates from the chair and stuff like this. But then later you have the mummy, which is a purportedly legitimate magic object. And they talk about the way when the mood light hits it, it literally glows, mm -hmm. right? Um... I don't know. I just I'm not exactly sure what the point to be made is, but there, I think there's some type of thing to be talked about there. And it's also not yeah. clear. I feel like everything in the movie is debatably not actually magic, except for the act of actual magic, which is, I mean, just the acute moment of the kids uh, teleporting yeah. around. Well, yeah. being in yeah, two I mean, places think, at once or whatever. You... I think I think I I don't think that he can. I mean, like I don't I don't think that it necessarily has to be one way or the other way. I don't even know what the point would be necessarily with what you're saying about later, how it might contradict it. Like, I don't think, I think that you could have the contradiction and that's because like the film itself is still like a film, you know, like it's still like the, the, um, I don't know. It's not like he's, so he sets up like the real world or something and then does the chair in the rules of the real world. You know, he tells the story of the real world and then later violates that with real magic. It's like the film is still I mean, I don't know. I feel that at a certain point, the film 
definitely, especially within like each act, like the kind of rules, quote unquote, of the world, like shift or develop or change and become more and more magical or something like that. But like, yeah, I don't think it necessarily has to be like one way or the other that the contradiction is necessarily like, like, I don't know. I think, I think he can make do both things or something like that. I think the Jews live in a different world with a different mythos and thus have different abilities. Unironically within the context of this film, <laughs> like, I mean, there's obviously an insane contrast between the two groups. And I also yeah. want to point out, I think, uh, yeah, Isaac's story is, I think, like in perfect contrast to Oscar's speech at the Playhouse, because both are about what is art and what is the value of it. And I think it's interesting that Ice, Oscar tells like a very, like comparatively a very plain speech where everything is explicit and says art is, you know, this and that and what the play has, you know. And then Isaac tells this like very mystical allegory, story, parable or whatever, uh, which debatably hits way harder for me. Um, I love me the alone. Isaac story. It's so good. Dude, I... I really thought Isaac was going to die when he cast that spell. I thought he was like having a heart pain because he's like so old and he's like working so hard to like save these kids. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like his dying breath, you yeah. know, but nah, he's pissed chilling. He's, he's good. Yeah. Dude, that was only, that was only one of his nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, is it, is it grand theory time? Is it is it's whatever you want. Is it um is it away from meta analysis? It's free association. What is art art? It's free association time. It's free association. Drop a nuke, Jacob. Drop a nuke. Drop a nuke. No, but I I hate this guy. This is more of a this is more of a kind of observation. For the viewers at home, Jacob just uh what would you call that? Tapped a a deck of papers like a newsman so yeah. funny it was really and good. it was really funny and we all really liked it it was a really good idea <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> true but uh i mean so obviously obviously you know episodes two three four um in terms of just like the you know the base level plot is that um you know preacher man is bad father holding Emily, Fanny, Alexander hostage, you know, he's abusive, he's all that sort of stuff, you know? Um, but then, you know, that, that's contrasted with, like, the, the like, freedom of the Ekdal family, you know? Yeah. Where, where, you know, it's supposed to be, like, a more liberating place to live. They have all these colorful rooms and nice outfits and good food and and you know everyone's like you know Gustav is like jolly and stuff, yeah. but actually the Ekdals are just as oppressive and just as repressed as the super religious household, and you know that that's like uh you know shown perfectly well with like Mai. By the way, s side note, dude, the Maiosi had me acting so strange in episode one. What you know? That the maid, the red haired oh, maid. Oh, Maya. Yeah, yeah. Or no, Madge. No, Madge. It's, 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 it's my. It's my. It's my. It's my. 
dude. And and when the and when we and when the boobies were coming out, I was like, oh my god, Bergen, you did not have to, you did not have to do this for me. Thank you. After oyster, yeah, yeah. So gross. Like, thank you so thank you so much, Bergman. Oh but uh, anyway, getting back on track, you know, like Mai is like super repressed and controlled by Gustav. She's having his kid. He's like, uh. He's like very controlling of her like life path, but he like he like um explains it away with he's just trying to like care for her and like right. she she's the one that agreed to it. But he's you know, he's in control just as um what's the preacher's name? Yeah, I'm we totally need to think blanking of his right name. now. Uh preacher's name is the Cardinal is, Bishop. Is it is it Adolf? Yeah. Unironically. No. no. No, 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 no. I, Gustav Adolf is the oh, ha- happy Gustav jolly. Gustav Adolf, right. You're his, name is, his name is... I don't know, you can just call him Bishop. I'm I'm pulling it up. His name is uh, Edward. Edward, that's Edward. right. So, so, he, so, backtracking a sentence or two, Gustav Adolf is just as controlling and, what, and all that towards, for instance, Mai, as Edvard is to Emily and, you know, Fanny and Alexander. But it's just like dressed up in like a different aesthetic, where like Edvard is like a very like quote unquote principled man, who uh, is like cold and calculating and and has like strong principles. Whereas Gustav is just like this is phlegmatic the word, like emotional, like just very uh, driven by very passionate man. But those passions are still like funneled into this like controlling. Uh, pattern of behavior or whatever. What do they call this? Like possessive, controlling behavior. Um, I... and, and and not to mention the Ekdal family is dif- dysfunctional. Um, and as is the you know Edvard, his family, but it's just like, you know, it's it's a false dichotomy. People, can't we wake up? <laughs> Absolutely true, Jacob. You're one hundred percent right. I think what. Mostly, not necessarily about the Gustav analysis, but the general claim I'm 100% with. Uh, mostly because I think these scenes early on with the maids who have to set up the Christmas dinner is really funny. And it's like, we, it's, there's like three maids where every time they're on screen, it's just they're not having a good time, dude. And it's because they're servants to this like boisterous bourgeois family that has all its dysfunctions, all this like incestuous like uh, fucking the help and then being a pretty help. And then they've got all these problems. It's not jolly good freedom. There's clearly like an oppressive force built within the family. It's just and obviously oppressive force, matriarchy. It's the <laughs> matriarchy versus patriarchy, but you can't escape oppression so in either okay. in either case, okay. people. I think the analysis is somewhat fair, but not the just as bad part. Like there's obviously... It's obviously preferable to be in the Ecto House. Yes, they're dysfunctional. Yes, they have problems. And Mai is, like, oppressed. But, like, you know, uh, Edward is, like, literally holding them physically captive uh, with threats of, you know, violence and whatnot. Whereas Mai is, like, emotionally tormented by Gustav's insistence that she get a free cafe. Like... Well, let, listen, listen, no, no, so, so, I'm, listen, I'm on board. My don't favorite, get it no, no, my favorite, don't get it hold on, I'm not getting it too twisted. I'm just saying, clearly, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> I'm like, hold we up, pull let me, these knots let out, me untwist this. <laughs> clearly, 
both, I like it because I think it's like the trifecta of worlds, right? You've got the Jewish world, you've got the priest world, and you've got like the, the sensualist world, or if that's the right. Let's just say the mystical world mystical. and stop dropping the J-bomb. The J-bomb. Right? The mystical, the, the, the mystical uh, Dark Templar world. Um, yeah, the Dark Temple. Uh, <laughs> this is not... I think the best thing about it... I think <laughs> this is not better. I just like, I just like that... Uh, I just want to point out, I like that Edward is not really that bad a guy. Like, he, he isn't just this, like, boogeyman. Look, he might be a bad dude, but, like... Like, I feel so bad for Edward for most of the second half of his story. Like when he's talking to Alexander and Alexander's lying to him, like he legitimately seems so pained. And I like respond to that. Like I feel uh, emotionally connected with him when he is like, Oh my gosh, you know, this child is lying about the most important things in life. Like I, you know, I need to help him all these things. Like Edward is not just some evil dude, you know, he's just a guy who's like almost a, a captive of his own yeah. principles. Anyway, I just like that, that mm -hmm. he's not just some evil dude. Like he's a guy trying to, you know, have his own paradigm and blah, blah. Anyway, they, everyone's got problems. I agree, but they're not just as bad. I mean, Edward is obviously well, yeah, well, the, much more oppressive than the Ekdals. Okay. But here's the thing is, listen, we, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm, we're talking, I'm not talking, I'm not talking in like a literal sense, but just in like a, you know, uh, like, conceptual symbolic whatever sense like like you know sure if you if you were to litigate this like literally uh edvard is is worse than the ekdals but in terms of like you know the abstract like just the concept yeah. of like being being held down by some like structure yeah. like it's like yeah. you know they're comparable it, well yeah, yeah. Comparable so i think the analogy both, yeah. patriarchy versus matriarchy Patriarchy versus matriarchy was a very reasonable analogy very. in the sense that obviously the, you don't want to be hit by father and you would run to mommy's breast, but now mommy's breast is, is in itself like its own oppressive force. <laughs> I thought that was totally right. <laughs> like now you're going to chase mommy boob for the rest of your life because daddy was beating you hard. But yeah, 100% I'm on board with this. Whole movie. I'm on board with yeah, it. Yeah, summed and, up. yeah, but it, I think though that it is important that the, that the Ekdal family is like all, all of the stuff that we've talked about that's like kind of ultimately positive you know with like the the chair and then like the speech at the end that uh gustav right gives like this this still happens within like the ekdal family and that like it, i think if the film is making a point if it, if it's preferring one over the other, it might still be the Ekdal family, but it's like not necessarily not condemning or like like I think I think that you can have like those things still be oppressive and bad, but um but also but you also still have the uh the potential for the positive outcome. Yeah, there's a clear preference for the Ekdals. <clears throat> In, in terms well, of yeah, and also worlds. Isaac allies himself with the Ekdals versus he's hated. He's like, you know, like the guy spits uh, Edward yeah. is anti-Semitic straight up. Yeah, so whereas whereas you uh, the hook nose like bastard harbor and harbor and hang out with That's Isaac, you know. So there's some sort of uh, <laughs> there's a connection there. Uh, yeah, Isaac well, literally I mean, has and, a prisoner know, in his house. True. What David Bowie? Yeah, which <laughs> he, they say they say nephew, but then it's a woman. Is there something no, going on there? 
it's clearly well no i think it's it's very obviously a a female actor or so it's like Hold on, I'm pulling on. it up. I mean, he. Okay, oh, no, this podcast a, is no, about no. to get crazy. If it's a man, the cra- the, it's an extremely feminine okay, man. The, like insanely. The character is referred to by other characters as a male. Clearly, an yes. extremely androgynous, uh, like embodiment. Yeah, I mean that's uh, the point is that they're androgynous. I think that that Ishmael. Well, the point on. is that they're the devil. Ishmael is played <laughs> so by a woman. That, that, Ishmael that is, is played by a woman. There we go, and be, it's because it's because Ishmael's the devil. That probably right. true. <laughs> anyway, uh, but is I don't know the whole the whole place just harbors people that are kicked out of society. Though is Isaac keeping her? I forget. It's more no, like yeah, they're prisoners. Well, I thought that the, like there it's just a place for outcasts and stuff, which is like a typical mythos thing, you know, where like you know the 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 gypsies, the queers, and all these and all this like various casts hang out together and like create their own like world you know i don't know like that's like a that's a recurring thing well definitely i thought i mean explicitly related by blood to both the people in the the mystic house the jewish house i i mean i don't know they they didn't talk the about how she's didn't super the puppeteer dangerous. talk about how she didn't the puppeteer yeah but she's it's she's dangerous for like but, but isn't there like an implication that she's dangerous for society because she's like unacceptable in a certain way she she doesn't fit within the paradigm. Yeah, but she but also, also goes on. She, she also goes on to psychically kill Edward. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, but but then on, also so... wait wait one one final thing. Also, didn't the puppeteer get kicked out of wherever he was last performing his thing for like for doing black magic or something like that? The the puppeteer. Yeah, like, I, can't I think his his or his background story is yeah, he's he's, back, he's found himself he's found himself back in this place with Isaac and he was kicked out of his last place. Like ran out of town for black magic. I'm pretty sure. I don't recall. Uh, this. Which is like, there's just some sort of like notion about being harmful for the culture. Like it's not. I don't think that they're like literally harmful. Although of course she casts the spell. He, she, sorry, they cast the spell, and uh, and um, like it kills the person. But like it's it it. I think it's all about it's this critique of society. Society. What was the thing? What was the thing about when Ishmael was like, "Write your name down on this piece of paper." Oh yeah, Alexander. And but then it was like the name on the paper was Ishmael. Is that some sort of commentary about the you know inner evil within us all, or it does Alexander just really not know how to spell? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a magic trick. I don't know. I think it probably is something about Ishmael is not or Ishmael. Yeah, more to the former. Because, I, I don't know, Ishmael's also kind of messing with Alexander, you know? Like, kind of messing with him, toying with him. And I think, like, you know, uses some dark magic to get him to write her name. And then she's like, oh, look, you know, we're one and the same. She's like, oh, I right. think we're the same Dude, person. I was... The, the, the shark had been jumped so much after the uh, Jewish magic <laughs> teleportation that I fully expected Ishmael to be, like, a troll or something when they opened up the room. yeah. Like I was like any you know ish the, this is gonna be some like it's gonna be a gigantic animatronic it's gonna be an ogre from Harry Potter from the first Something. Harry Potter it's, it's animated with the wand yeah. up the nose it's gonna be yeah. like the first ogre I was I was prepared it's for anything an animated character yeah it's Dobby like uh what's it called Space Jam yeah dude uh. So Carl, he's just like suffering the entire time, but then he sort I of he like gets a he gets a stealth redemption. Yeah, stealth redemption. Stealth redemption. That's good. I love Carl. But 
yeah, I, for, well, I forget the 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 actual what happened during that conversation. I do relate to this whole stealth redemption, but wasn't he? It was a pseudo redemption. There was still some sort of like a family conflict coming in yeah. that that led him to not necessarily make what is the best decision, but really to oppose Gustav and yeah. maintain a semblance of like normalcy when it's like clearly you don't have to just be this guise of like I'm we're here we're going to be respectable men you know like it's good cop bad cop sure but clearly like the ideal cop isn't so i don't know like i don't know you don't like argue in front of the person you don't do things like this there's clearly like some brotherly resentment going on there you know yeah gustav is a man of passion and uh what's his name carl is nothing carl is like trying to to maintain some kind of professionalism cain and abel Why does success always happen yeah, to them? That interaction is so funny, <laughs> though. Yeah, the yeah. interaction is pretty funny. It's a funny take on the good cop, bad cop <laughs> idea. I always love Carl just throughout the movies. Idiot. Yeah, idiot. Yeah. Idiot. You're, you're disgusting. He's so sorry. What do I do? I hate my wife. Why am I like this? You're <laughs> fucking filthy. You t- you put your hands on me, you pig. I hate or, you. No, I liked, uh, I liked I called she, my wife a pig. She was, like, she was like, do you actually think about suicide? And he was like, only when I look at you. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he, dude yeah. he... Yeah, he... Oh my gosh. The scenes are so long. Or it, I think it's mainly dude, just they the feel one. Like, they, yeah. they feel like they're taking forever. Yeah, it's oh so my bad, God. man. And then, and then uh, there, he has so many chances to just be like... Nice. Just... I don't know, man. He just doesn't take him, just man. He just doesn't take him. He just wallows. He just wallows. So they're obvious. She's obviously like codependent with him, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause she, she, she is weak. She, they're suffering like they're suffering like compliments each other. Like they compliment each other in their like sadness and suffering, mm-hmm. which is like very funny because you hear about stuff like this in real life where like there are people. You know who are you know they're they're together for life, but like their entire relationship is like the foundation is that they're just like suffering together because of each other or something, and that's like a really funny, very tra- tragicomic dynamic. Yeah, it, it really makes you think too. It really makes you think. It makes you think. It makes you think. It makes you think about society and the way marriage is. No, mm. no, 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 God, no, no, no. Stephen, stop, stop, stop. Is there a successful marriage in this film? Of course not. Uh, dude, the one that died, fucking Oscar. So true, so true. Uh, but dude. then she picks Edward. Yeah. She, th- what is that? Well, yeah, is dude, that? Come on. I know she's coping. She's in grief. Yeah, but dude. like She's coping. coping. Dude, speaking, no speaking of grief, when she's screaming uh, and like walking wait, past the door, you know? Dude, yeah, that after that hot scene chicken. was so insane. Like, like talk chicken. about one of the best like screams. Yeah. Spicy chicken. What about? Have you guys ever seen that in real life, dude? No. When... Oh, the grief, like visceral grief. Um, hey, here's a, hey man, here's a. There's a. Um, oh. Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, when Alexander shakes his father's hand and he fucking dies <laughs> you didn't actually die at that moment but that was insane dude that was insane and also side note having eternity being your last word before you die is fucking sick <laughs> and i want say? that to be my last word now 
Yeah, it can be. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, you can dude, do it. Unless you get, like, sniped, you know? Unless you just get, unless like, Unless I get sniped, dude. But, yeah, dude. I'm maybe, like, maybe when I die, I'm going to say eternity. It. And, like, how come you're not... I'll, like, not speak for, like, 30 minutes in case I'm, like, afraid I'm going to die right then. Because I, yeah. I want to make sure that you my life is eternity. Yeah, you should just say in t- eternity for the rest of your life over and over eternity. again. Yeah. Eternity, eternity. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah, every driving, time I walk across a, yeah, driving, when I walk eternity, across the street eternity, or something. Eternity, eternity, eternity. Right? I run red lights. That's actually a good base. Like anytime, any, anytime, anytime you do something risky, anytime yeah. you do something risky, you say eternity. Dude, the, the yeah, the joke's on you when your last word is eter, and then you get T-boned. Yeah. yeah. What did he mean? I didn't dream I was in a head-on collision. Dude. So the, why was Alexander afraid of his dad dying when he'd already stared death in the face? Well, I think he was pretty afraid of death he's, when he first saw him. I think that's why he... So curious, <laughs> young boy... So yeah, <laughs> young. Um, the whole the whole process of um Oscar falling over and then his like the the moving of him oh, to really the house and and there's a I have it pulled up here. I'm trying to remember what exactly happens, but there's like a there's some kind of like touching of hands or like he reaches up his hand or somebody reaches and grabs his hand. I don't know, but that whole that whole scene just like the tension and the build up to Alexander walking in and then them having like that 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 happening and him dying is so so good. I like that he's a bad actor. <sighs> Which one? Oscar? Uh yeah. Why do you what do you mean by bad actor? Well, he both appears to not be a great actor, but multiple characters comment on the fact that he's not very good. He just kind of yells his lines. But that's that's what's interesting oh, though is that when he is in when it when he does the chair, yeah, the chair is so good. An amazing actor. Yeah, yeah he like plays he's a perfect that, actor. He plays that witch impeccably. Is he supposed to be a witch? I don't know, just a he's haggy something. Old woman. He's a hag. Yeah, an old hag. Yeah, a stingy hag. But all right, but shout yeah. out to Fanny, cutest thing ever. Am I right? Thing, dude. I think doesn't Fanny most dude? It's so it's so sad. I don't know if I don't know if someone's you know if this is trying to say something or whatever. But like most scenes, Fanny's in. She's just staring, and she doesn't <laughs> say anything. Yeah, she's an observer. Until she says stop. Yeah. Yeah, like that. <laughs> she probably has like five lines in the entire movie. Yeah, but she's yeah. so cute. And most of the time she's just like she's just watching what Alexander's doing. Like, yeah, she, she, powers, she does something. I remember she defies Edward. When she Remember? Like yeah, well, she defies him like, by like turning and, and yeah, like hiding from Yeah, her, it's kinda, funny. Like, like, she, away. like after he beats up on Fanny or Alexander, he like goes to like touch Fanny and she goes you know, something like this. And then Edward goes yeah, yeah. or something like this, like he's gonna knock her ass out. Yeah, it's so awesome. I like the line. I like the line where he's like, "Will you wish me like? Do you will you say you love me or something?" When he when he's already beaten Alexander, Edward has beaten Alexander, and Alexander's like upstairs with his mom, I think, and he's wishing them good night. Edward's wishing them good night, and uh, he like kind of he wants or is it that scene? It might be a different scene, but he w- he wants to get Alexander to say "I love you" or something like that. He um, tries to get him to wish him a good night. Yeah. Yeah, and then but then I think there's a follow up line where basically what's implied is that you know like to do that would be a lie, right? Yeah, like he, he can't. Ben, he can't Alexander lie and say says that. And like, Alexander does not wish Edward a good night or something. Right. Yeah. Right. I thought that was turbo base, and then Edward laughs, but it's like, dude, 
Well, he says a baseline. Dude, just laughs. understand your own flaws, bro. Edward laughs and he's like, your methods are flawed. He says, "Look, we do not need to like." He's like, "Love cannot be commanded," you know. But you know, in this house, we can at least respect each other or something like this. Yeah. I also like when Edward it's, admits it's not that that's not. It's not. I think my problem is that a lot of his words never really struck me as base. They just seemed like uh, a like consistent loop like a aphorisms like just an like a really like an ideology through and through totally you know? yeah like an ideological form of love he did, literally doesn't feel anything obviously he does i mean he had a wife at some point it seems like he had something he who knows but yeah yeah he locked well, up. uh but yeah the so i don't know like anytime he's saying something quote base like i the, just the character behind it means that i can't really respect like anything he's saying you know so true um yeah but the part where he just like takes uh emily's uh chicken broth or whatever the hell she's drinking that has the sleeping pills in it like it almost as though like to me that i like understood it as he's just like totally dysfunctional like totally like can't fucking like understand anything like has no like feelings or any way of communicating with people properly and the only thing that actually like sustains him to be anything is the law and the ideology well he says because, as like, much go ahead well, he says like you talked earlier about how you feel like you're cycling through like an infinite number of masks and you never like feel like you have like an identity or whatever mm-hmm. and that's what emily said he's like but i only have one mask and like if i took it off then no. Yeah. Right. Then everything would be crazy. I thought. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought. I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that was a really good. Like. Uh, I don't know. That was. That was. Re- uh, so wait. Has everyone seen Persona? Can I talk about Persona? No. You cannot talk about. Persona. You cannot talk about Persona. Do not talk about Persona. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Isn't the same actress in Persona? No. No. Okay. Sorry. Scratch that out. My my second point, then I'll, I'll I'll give it back to you, John. Is that that speech by Emily, where she's talking about all the masks and stuff, like that? To- I'm like, this is fake. Like a woman would never say this. <laughs> she's like talking about like deep psychological thoughts of like, oh, no. and like God, it like doesn't have a face, and I'm like, all these masks, and like, okay, shut up. Like, <laughs> no, no, no woman has ever thought this deep about this. <laughs> this, this, this whole thing's gonna be one long. So bleep. Jacob is. You have you have one opportunity to ask if you want that stricken from the record. <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you want right now to disavow? Guys, just disavow Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so it's not you guys are just like Carl John because he's not allowed to talk about Persona. I do like was when it, she's talking he, about the mask. Was he literally going to talk about Persona? And Edward is like, you know, you know, he's talking about how he's going to take off her mask, and uh, that. It's all sexual. That she's though. like a big guy, and would it hurt if he removed her mask? And she says, "For you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a little on the nose. Yeah, yeah. when when he said, um, "I'm the son of the mask." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say another super fucking based part of the film that I loved, like that was something that was like consistent like there was lots of mask talk but when they were talking about roles and how at each like moment in their lives what they're oh, doing the is just adopting a, mm-hmm. yeah 
like at each moment of their life, they're like adopting like a role and a character and they're playing it. I love that. It it made I don't know, it, it, it I feel like a lot of this the part that I resonated with the most of this film was the like the truth and the power of the story and its like ultimate baseness and its trueness compared to anything that is like quote unquote like I don't know other types of realities there's also the narrative reality which is the one that we're actually all living in I thought that was great. You kind of lost me, but I do like all the mask talk. <laughs> and, and the grandma and the grandma does I mean, it's like kind of, you know, a little tropey and it's all well trodden ground. It's all Shakespeare. Uh, but it's all obviously so true and based. Uh but a lot of the characters' problems, maybe I'm going out on a limb too much, but like seem to revolve around the fact that like they have grown into a certain role, but uh basically are trying to not play it like like carl doesn't want to play the role Car- yeah i was gonna say Carl's husband right example. he wants to be this kind of like he wants to continue to be this elite academic that maybe he once was and like uh but whereas edward commits to his role too much and mm. uh and then like gustav basically is like totally roleless he's just this like sensualist running from you know coochie to coochie like uh I love him and his wife. Oh yeah, they have a happy marriage, even though it's like fraught with infidelity. Infidelity, yeah, yeah. But but she. Well, and so and that's but that's but the mom did too. The the grandmother did too. That's right. That's right. That's it's right. implied. It's implied that the husband, right? Her husband was like. Yeah, he slept yeah. around. It just shows that human beings aren't supposed to be monogamous. That's all I'm saying. So true. Man. So based Bergman pilled. That's I mean that's the Bergman self insert. Yeah. It yeah. is the Bergman self insert. Oh wait, uh, everyone's Bergman. the Bergman self insert. Just for the right <laughs> movie is a Bergman well, self insert. Yeah, the movie itself is Bergman, but the it is worth noting that Bergman was not a pro traditional marriage. His fatal flaw. Yeah, yeah. Scen- scenes from a marriage. His most ba- finally he, something based coming out of this guy's mouth. Um, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Yo, hell no. yeah, yeah. Fuck you, John. No, fuck John's you, over here spoiling things. <laughs> Oh, oh okay, dude. What? 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 Okay, what? you could say what? What? Okay, what? there's a movie what? about marriage, and it shows the problems of marriage. No way. Can someone else Crazy say dude. something extremely misogynistic to, to back you up? <laughs> yes. Even, even this. Even uh, the yes, that, I, I can. Um, uh, women love sex. Nice. And obviously, she uh, Emily just wanted. That good Bishop Dick, that mm. coveted Bishop Cock, coveted, and uh, and uh, and that's the only reason there's any problems in this movie is because of her lecherous advances, <laughs> just like every woman, <laughs> every single woman. As soon as their husband breaks up, I swear, if I watch another movie where the woman just, oh, I hate, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, all this Thank talk you. about Madge being oppressed, but um, <laughs> who slept with someone's husband? What? No, Badge did. <laughs> you did. Who, who's, who's got two thumbs? Who's got two thumbs and just slept with them? Well, um... Uh, okay, fine. Base. Mine, okay, fine. Base masks. 
So she's been wearing all these masks. She's an actress. She's been with this, that, this, and she wants to do away with her masks. And a big powerful priest is like, I'll help you do it. You know, I have the ideology that will let you uh, achieve, you know, self-fulfillment uh, and realization. Psych! It's all masks. Mm -hmm. When cannot take it off. But, I mean, like... I could. Dude, fuck. Well, this not is, me, bro. This, this, maybe I don't, you, wanna, not I don't even want to say it. Well, here's the, okay, dude, wait, here's I'm, afraid, the, I'm afraid to say ideas sometimes. Well, here's the thing. Powerful <laughs> we got to lock Sorry, you John, up. go ahead. I would say yeah, that man. the... Uh, yeah, we got to put a muzzle on... <laughs> we got to put a mask on me. You got to put a mask <laughs> on warning. On wait, everyone's I'm masked up right now. Yeah, is this a COVID analogy? It's a COVID analogy. We're all wearing... KF95. KRM. Likely effective. 95s. The, uh, uh, yeah. So, so I was going to say that the, uh, uh, going along with what I was saying earlier about this being like the kind of positive affirmation of a lot of things that, of like the, the or like the conclusion to a lot of things that Bergman likes to talk about or show. Um, one of these being, um like i don't know he's like always talking about the problems you know he's always talking about like he's always talking about the problems and never he never ends with like an affirmation or he does sometimes but it, most of the time he doesn't and this this film um affirms like the reality of the uh the the reality and importance and truth of the roles and the masks and it's not it's not it's not just obsessed with Oh, there's masks in there. There, I mean, not, look, I'm making it sound bad, but it's look, actually good. Absolutely in the other movies, but, true. But, the, but, the, but yeah, in, in other films, it's talking about the roles and the I've and I can't fulfill bad, the roles and I can't and 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 how do I escape <laughs> no, this? How do I escape this? How do I escape this? But movies. this is like this is like a like pointing out of the problem and then the and then like an acceptance of it or something like that. Yeah, it is very unique for Bergman's oeuvre. Uh, I think. That it's obviously super based, but obviously this is not, this is nothing more than Bergman affirming himself and telling everyone that he made the right decisions in life, okay? Good for you, Bergman. Real good. Real round of applause for Bergman. Everyone let Bergman pat himself on the back. You managed to make your life cool, bro. Thank you, Bergman. Fuck you, Bergman. Kind of true. I do think the marriage stuff is coping and moping. Like he needs to like justify, <laughs> like his views on marriage need to justify what he's done uh yeah. i don't get why you can't just say like yeah i did bad stuff you know i was no one's actual dad so i could be yours but uh but pretty true we i kinda, also think john, i mean kind of does i think john you're right but also yeah he he, he he acknowledges it he knows but uh like in interviews and stuff but um i think you're right that it is distinct I mean, there are a handful of Bergman films where there is this sort of moment of solution or grace or salvation, but mm -hmm. there may be a little more acute, like in Cries and Whispers and stuff. But uh, I think that's kind of why I don't think this is one of Bergman's best, because it isn't nearly as convincing. Like, I think this film is like set in a, you know, despite all the magic, which I think is actually based, given what I'm about to say, but it's kind of like a realistic film where it's like, like, let's exist in the world instead of, like, 
the inner world is discussed by uh, Oscar in the beginning. It's like let's 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 dabble in the big complicated world, you know, where it's like, you know, everyone's got problems, but also there's some good things and there's some bad things and there's family and there's love and there's hate and there's blah blah blah. blah. And it's like, oh, you know, it feels good and, you know, we're just going to continue on and, you know, blah, 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 things things go on. Whereas other films, it's like an extremely focused look at some, uh, you know, element of human despair, maybe, or something like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they're like a little more convincing than like, like what is, you know, the solution, like the solution here convincing. is just like a general, you know, a, a general good vibe and like an affirmation of love and family and that like, uh, you know, life is beautiful. And story. Well, yeah, I don't think. I don't think it's ever... the power of story. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. and well, the problems I mean... are kind of just they're they're acknowledged, but it's mostly like you know, oh, we've seen the other Bergman films. We know about the problems of life. Let's take a look at maybe a more mellow, you know. Mm, anyway, I mean, it's, just, I it's not so. I, I mean, it's not as incisive or as focused and it, as like uh, it, you know, crushing. It may be. It may be less focused and more general. But I think because of that, it is um, more complete in a different kind of way. Like, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to be totally both good guy right now. But both good. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, I do think, I do think that this is, is, um, I think that in other, in other Bergman films where there is a a positive there is a solution or a positive conclusion to the very particular kind of grief or suffering it is usually um i mean i don't know while convincing it is also like i don't know it, i yeah maybe just to the, just I, I, I was just gonna say that I, I find that I find the chair scene in particular to be one of the most convincing of any Bergman film, like as being like even even if I mean, yeah, I don't know. And I don't I don't really necessarily see it as being maybe it's a little more general than other films, but but it's still but I I, I don't I don't see it as being necessarily like in a different league of generality as compared to Something like Cries and Whispers or something. I'm on board. I'll be real quick, Jacob. Uh, I just want to maybe just rephrase it as saying, like, Bergman is perhaps, in my mind, best known and most loved for his investigation of issues. And not necessarily like an issue, like a problem, but like, right, the reason we love Persona, we love Cries and Whispers, we love the Island Trilogy, is like an investigation of something. And like this film is much less if not almost not at all an investigation as much as like a, a view or something like this no i'm i'm with i'm with that but i'm gonna say that i think that having that from bergman is like i mean yeah i i, I don't i don't necessarily think that the investigation Though that might be what Bergman does best, I don't think that the investigation is like inherently better or something like that. Yeah, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying I think the results of an investigation are more compelling than the results of like a general overview of something. 
I don't think. Well, I, don't he, know, no, I thought, well, I thought this was like, an car, awesome like, investigation of. Yeah, there's. I thought this was an awesome investigation of Bergman's life, it, like a fun autobiography, auto fictive. This, this, I feel like I learned a lot about Bergman through this well, movie, and well, I think in that sense, I like that it it comes away. It's not about the conclusion of what it's positing as the power of narrative and all this. I actually feel like I learned a lot about the director in like an intimate way because of the autofictive nature of it. And I think that's pretty cool. And like, obviously there's elements of an autofictive thing. For instance, in Winter's Light is obviously like, there's a lot of like elements uh, pulled from Bergman's own like questioning of faith and things like that. But in here, but in there, I didn't like feel like I was getting a grip on Bergman's narrative, like his life. Mm -hmm. But on this one, I feel like I'm really getting a grip on Bergman's views not explicitly but through through a story you know through fiction one but one more quick too. thing jacob sorry the um uh because of the elements like we're talking about the 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 coping with like views on marriage and these things i think that you since you can watch the film and think that what gustav is doing is not so great and what carl is doing is not so great i mean i don't think that I don't think that it's like do all these bad things but it'll all turn out okay i don't think it, i mean it is kind of that way but it i don't think it, i don't think it necessarily has like it, it's not like it's not like these things are all right because like the stuff with carl is like yeah it, is it's horrible, not you yeah know? like the stuff with preachy. carl is hard to it's watch. definitely not preachy it's, and it's definitely not an obvious yeah, thing, he's not like based the... carl for like <laughs> like no, no but so. they do say they do wife, they do you know? they, but they do praise um the matriarchs the grandmother's way of handling things with her husband there's like some mythological father that would bed everyone a primordial father that would fuck everyone and the mate the matriarch of the household refers to him and, and people say she handled it well i like gustav I, look too. i, I think don't think gustav it's total copium huh what you say i like I, I, gustav pretty much never fails in my mind i mean he does the stuff with like mine but like that's pretty much resolved, and he handles it. I like Gustav. Well, no, I you know I don't think I don't think I don't think Gustav is a bad person. Yeah, I don't think Gustav is a bad person. And I'm just saying I don't think his infidelity is even seen or portrayed in a negative light. No, uh, I think there's, I think there's like a, have a, a subtle judgmental lens. No, I know they've come to an understanding, but I think that there's some understanding that there's a problem. Uh, with betting the help over and over again like he's not handling it tactfully you know I mean, like you could it's say it's a constant problem think, not really yeah the or my him. situation that's all he's talking horrible. about like most of the film is is like oh i use a mind you know like he's talking about he's talking about all that stuff yeah like, yeah, it's, yeah like, it's about yeah yeah i no, no I, there's a problem there i'm not saying it's like all perfect and good but i'm just saying that the the mere infidelity and whatnot as it as it as it relates to some kind of point about marriage I don't think is portrayed as a problem. No, I think he, just him having like outsized control over her future is. Never mind. Forget I mean, it. But, just, it, but know, it, whatever. But just it, forget it. Okay. Jacob, right. please. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up, Jacob? I wanted to. Um... How's that for loco? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm fuck. I'm fucking turned right now, but I'm ready to. I'm ready to exculpate some fucking. Let's expound on this shit, dog. Um. Anyway, I wanted to go back to Edward because listen, I mean, it's fun to talk you about like the. Him. Yeah. My ancestor. It's fun to talk. 
Your name is Jacob Edward. And that's why, and and because I am, I understand his, the inner workings of his <laughs> character the most, which is why I can, like a merchant, travel across the barren desert, the chasm that separates our psychologies, and communicate to you what's really going on under the <laughs> hood. Under so, the hood. Here's what I want to say, though. I'm going to go back to the uh, dialogue scene between Gustav, Carl, and Edvard. And during at one point, you know, Gustav, he's going off. He's he's out of his gourd, you know. <laughs> he's doing his classic Gustav thing of just uh, slamming down some alcohol and then just fucking <laughs> shouting and, you know, going crazy, right? Which is awesome, you know. He's literally Carl, Carl's sitting there literally. twiddling his thumbs. But anyway... So after Gustav is is threatening um, Edvard and saying, you know, oh, I know you're bankrupt, I know you're in debt, I can uh, declare you bankrupt, this, that, and the other thing, Edvard says, well, you know, uh, he's like, Joker moment. Some some men don't care about yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some men don't care about anything logical like money. But anyway, Edvard says like um but but you know you only understand yourself you don't understand other people and like people like me who can be um can like suckle on or i don't i'm trying to think of like the right metaphor for this or whatever but basically he's saying that some people are um like more ascetic don't care about money don't care about status like don't care about people slandering their character or you know how well off they are because they know that they're like sticking to their guns and that they have like this concept of like uh the the truth on their side but it you know you know edward obviously does care about these things i mean he's he's a, he's a human right but like moreover earlier in in the film he's shown to both care about money and his uh his character being slandered, right? His like ego, like he's uh he like he's the one that went to the Jewish guy to Isaac to sell his trunk, and he's like all he's acting really weird about the money. Like, are you gonna give me enough money? Like, I need like you to give me enough money for this. And then immediately after, he's like trying to sell, trying to pawn off his painting to Isaac. You know, he's like, oh, I need you know, if only you could give me some more money. I really need money. And then obviously he gets super worked up about um, Alexander lying about what happened to his previous wife and children. But anyway, this is just a roundabout way of saying Edward is a hypocrite. Right, and it's in that moment where he's uh, selling the chest, where he's like dabbling or like interacting with the Jew, that he like loses he loses his hold. You know, like. Count, he yeah, loses count paper he, he like finally like as soon as he commits the transaction it's like he knows that he's blasphemed himself you know in in the in the sense that he's like interacting with this person that he doesn't whatever you know he's abandoning his uh his philosophy for a moment you know for these material the, constraints he thinks he's stealing the kid which he is what no no but but the thing is is he hands him the money and i think that there's there's a moment in which to care about like the worldly constraints and to do business with the Jewish person from his philosophy, because his philosophy is one which is obviously anti-Semitic, which comes out in the whole hook nose yeah. remarks and all those things, you know? Yeah. Like clearly he's betraying something when he does business with him 
and he's like sacrificing himself for this worldly constraint. And then as soon as he commits the transaction, he immediately knows something is awry or he suspects something is awry. He says, you're trying to steal. And he runs well, up. Well, well, there's another way. He's already done the betrayal. There's another way of interpreting this, right? Because from like watching the movie, we get the impression that the reason Edward is flipping out is because he suspects that Isaac is in league with the Ekdals or whatever to yeah. kidnap his children and bring them back. But also, um, it's like reminiscent of the blood libel, right? So, like, like the blood libel is like this thing that was like super common or somewhat common in like medieval slash, you know, Europe in the past of like fifteenth century Europe, perhaps. Yeah, but but anyway, the but the blood libel is like, oh, Jewish people steal your kids to like use their blood for matzo ball soup, right? <laughs> and so. <laughs> That that's what it is. So I mean, it could be. It could either be that Edward suspected that this was some scheme to get his children, or he could have literally just had like an anti-Semitic outburst, okay. <laughs> thinking that thinking that this guy was trying to steal his children to like kill them. Credit where credits due. Yeah. Edward is literally right. This Jewish merchant is using Jewish magic to steal his children. But it's Damn. for God. But it's for the Ekdals. It's because the true God is the God of of uh, Yahweh. Also, is this yeah, also based? Uh, who's the other? Who's the puppeteer Jewish nephew? It's I don't know, but it's like his nephew or something. Yeah. It's Isaac's nephew or something. Anyway, like literally uh, talks about all this magic and stuff, and then also doesn't believe in God. Yeah, that was kind of yeah, the whole like. Did Alexander ever become God pilled? Because it seems like he's just was like French nah. and atheist pilled till the end. Yeah, he's, he's mythos pilled. No, he he's schizo. He's, he's, <laughs> exactly, yeah, he's bro. Schizophrenic, Dude, don't bro. you know, bro? Back in the day, the schizos would go to the church and they'd live really good <laughs> lives as like oracles, bro. They'd be yeah. the seers. No, anyway, I think Alex is god pilled because I don't think he even ever says he's like, well, if he does exist, he's a dick or whatever he does, you know. But he's a god fearing child because he is scared shitless when God is behind the door and says he just wants to prove he exists, which was also based. But uh, no, he's a, he's a myth. He's a story. Yeah, he's a story. He's story a, feeling. He's a story, story fearing. Boy. Don't you dumb it down. I.e. God fearing boy. Don't you dumb it down. Changing it to changing it to three letters. This fucking You're gonna, shit. Fucking oh, God. Depends what you mean by God. Woo! Look, if God is real, why don't I get struck by a lightning bolt right now? Faze <laughs> <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Dude, all Steven be. just God died. Steven just died. <laughs> I, for the yeah, for home. all the listeners at home, Stephen <laughs> just got struck by lightning. <laughs> no, but that um, doesn't do it. I don't know what will. Edward, kind of a hypocrite, but also a very uncharitable representation of, you know, religious. Figures, but don't worry, you get the so charitable Bergman patting himself Isaac. on the back. Well, you get Isaac though. Isaac is the charitable view. No, but he's he reads the phase. He he's reads not, the phase. He's not, not a Christian. Torah. Whatever. He's not a. He's not a. He's not a cleric. He's just. He's just a. a you he's, know, just <laughs> he's not. He's not a rabbi. Yeah, right? oh, that's true. It is a diss on organized religion. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a diss on organized religion, but it's like particularly about this character i mean i don't know I, I mean like you can't really separate it from being like talking about the whole thing you know the whole organization like just because that's the 
the nature of it or whatever but it is it is still like it's about it's about edward right like more so than it is about like all of organized religion or all of like all i don't of know like, men all... men be like anecdotal evidence isn't evidence <laughs> yeah no i think i think i mean i think it, i mean it, may, it would make sense that it's just like a big fat critique on at least christianity or organized religion because i mean bergen bergman like made winter's light so winter's light is pro yeah, it's positive. No, it's not. Look end. it up. Look up his take. No, on no, it's not. Look it up. Look up what he said. Look up what he said after he made the movie. Yeah, can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say this one about? Thing? Like, just one I'm going to say this. I hope it's not a spoiler. But wait, no, you can't. I'm say not going to spoil about. it. Wait, haven't we all seen? Can't say I'm going to say what Bergman. What Bergman's take was. There's a quote from him. Was that he realized he was an atheist during making Winter's Life? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, but it's still the film. God, I hate Swedish people. Oh yeah, but who cares? The film is still pro-organized religion oh my I, god i have to watch again i totally did not walk away with that that oh, thought it totally the, is well, i think you, you, you might have fallen asleep Steven. no i watched it yeah okay all right uh, um cannot spoil that's that um thanks for listening guys yeah. <laughs> huh so what about the part where um what about all the colors in the movie? I like that I like, part. I with like the how colors. I like uh, how when when they go to the room in Isaac's Emporium, it's just like this super red room. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to talk about so Come on, let's talk about no, colors. Yeah, please. Let's skip oh, okay. over where right, right. Jacob talk just about said and talk about something else. Sorry, I didn't know it was a serious. Like I didn't know he was that serious about it. But dude, I mean yeah, so but the I colors mean, just in contrasting the, house, the, the cozy grandma house where everything is like yeah, up to the tits the... and decoration, and each room is like a whole different vibe. So fun. Yeah, so I wish my Thank you so house was like that. Yeah, dude, dude her I, outfits so were true. fire too. Dude, all of her clothes were sick. Dude, yeah, I wanted to the be. The outfits were awesome. I wanted to be yeah. in that. I wanted to be at that Christmas party, dude. Why? <laughs> I wanted to be in that grandma. Dude, I'm never gonna be dude, there. Dude, the Christmas, the Christmas party, the Christmas party was so fucking sick because it was like, it was almost as if like nobody actually like wanted it to happen, you know? Like, like the grandma was just crying. The kids just wanted to be excused from the table. Like the fucking all the like help was like feeling like weird and uncomfortable. The what's his name? Did Carl like Isaac, didn't even want Isaac to be was there. All flirty though. Gustav yeah. was the life. He's the life of the party. Yeah, Gustav wanted it yeah. he wanted it to happen. Yeah, he did want it to happen. I, I do That's like true. talking about where it's like it's kind of but a chore it, to put but on, like, but it was like super yeah Christmas spelled in the end. Yeah, exactly. But it's like through it being a chore and like through it, just like oh well, it's Christmas time, so we have to do this, right? But it's ultimately meaningful. I think is a a pretty pretty important. Yeah, it's kind of like, ding, it's kinda ding, like ding. you can't like oh. you can't have the the I mean, like you can't have the I mean, okay, the kind of secret the secret like uh arguing all happens behind closed doors and stuff is like definitely a like that's not necessarily the case. Like that's like a specific cultural thing, you know. But like mm -hmm. but but I don't I mean, but yeah, I mean it is the party is still definitely totally positive apparently steven did not feel positive during 
Wait, it's... No, I'm just kidding. You just said that it was... It was... Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think it was all positive. I mean, it was No, it's not it all cool. positive. No, it's not. It's far yeah. from all positive. Fact, I think lots positive. of it is just showing you problems and dysfunction, which is no, fine. It's family. I mean, that's the point of it. Yeah. I thought it was epic because yeah, yeah. it's, it's the... just... It, I think it's holistically positive, but it's like classic family. You've got the weird uncle. Oh, my gosh. Okay, just... A... Dude, I was so afraid. Yeah, was, when the yeah, uncle does the so, farting. I was so the scared party. something yeah. he was going to yeah. do something. Dude. I thought it was going to go My so bad, too, but it was actually yeah. so based in funny pill. Yeah. What about when he was flirting <laughs> with the woman at the table or something? Yeah, no, he's not even flirting. He's yeah. just being drunk uncle like, your father is no, he, such a magnificent man. No, he's like man. flirting with her. He's definitely flirting. Yeah. He's flirting with but, her. He's like touching her chin and like getting super flirty. I think it's, yeah, he's definitely getting uncomfortably weird with her, but I don't think in his mind he's flirting with her. But I think it is, he's crossing boundaries that he's unaware of. But it's so awesome. But no, that's the, that's, uh, it's, what's her name? Persia or something. It's the da- the daughter of uh, Gustav. But, um, oh, you know what that means? Trivia time, movie trivia, movie details. So when, when uh, Oscar is sitting in the chair and he starts reading the story and it's about taxation in the Roman Empire, you know? Mm-hmm. So we all know, right, Bergman uh, left uh, Sweden. He committed tax fraud. No, stop. You can't say that. <laughs> Bergman was exiled, self-exiled from Sweden after being arrested for tax fraud, uh, which it was like quickly revealed to have been just a big misunderstanding and he didn't actually do anything wrong but that really uh fucked him up and then so this movie he's coming back to sweden i think uh i think this is the first movie back in sweden in sweden right all these countries have like a film budget to you know do all this stuff and this film got the entirety of that year's film budget which a lot of people were angry about at the time that's so sick. And so he's making this movie paid for by taxation. And then he uh, does this like anti-taxation, you know, that moment so in the sick. film. It's pretty funny. Um, that's <laughs> sick. I'm going to do, do another quick movie trivia. Do you guys know, do you guys know who uh, Peter Stormare is? Fam- Stormy Daniels? Famously, famously in Dancer in the Dark. Well, I'm going to send it right now. Michael Avenatti and Jay. We haven't seen Dancer in the Dark. The podcast hasn't. Either. I know the podcast hasn't, but 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 you know Some this of guy. Us have. You've seen this guy. I think only you and I have seen Dancer in the Dark. Okay, but people probably know this guy. Looking. Oh yeah, podcasts. epic. He he Did is in. He's in no, Fanny true. and Alexander. What he played? He plays a young man in Fanny and Alexander. He's listed in the cast list. That is big time. What? Yeah, that's so sick. Dude, if I ever meet and this guy in real life, I'm gonna ask him about it. That's cool. Yeah, he's that sick. is fun movie trivia. Yeah, fun movie trivia. Pretty sick. That guy's awesome. We love that guy. Uh, okay. I want to. I don't really have that much to say about it, but I do want to talk a little bit about lying, Alexander lying. Um, and then this sort of goes into like Edward's like hypocrisy because you know this fool he's he's going that around you know he's spreading lies right in particular the big lie Edward or alexander? slash true alexander the was that you know he, he had a previous wife that tried to escape and they drowned or whatever you know what i mean and uh this is of course you know is it true did it actually happen uh we'll say no it's a good story. But maybe it's a true story. But it's a but it but it's a true story. That's exactly right. It did. It is has an element of truth to it. 
which that's the Bible, dude. The whole thing, did it actually happen? Doesn't matter, bro. But it's still true. And that's whole Edward Stick. He's a Bible guy. All right. We anyway. need we need to section off the next 40 minutes for Brody to tell us what he means by believe and God. No. No. Can can wait, wait Brody, what is real? Another <laughs> stop, another, stop, stop. Another drive-by point if you'll allow me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Oscar Oscar says just a simple funeral, no cathedral, no, no theatrics, Chopin. and then what right. do we get? No Chopin. Right. Yeah, he like he makes the yeah. joke. I thought that was pretty funny. No Chopin funeral yeah. march. And, and then and then to... Alexander the whole time is like cock cock piss shit. Yeah, I, do you guys ever? Used yeah. To do that? Kinda did that no, but like, it did know. it did feel true. I, it reminded me of being in middle school, and it was kind of. Like like cursing for the first time in middle school, and it always felt like naughty, and I felt like good. I felt good. That was supposed to. Made Brody powerful. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, it is pretty. It made me the whole. Uh, it made me the funeral was so sad, like that it ended up the way it was. You know, it was big theatrics, big. I don't know, grand and like, I don't know, when everybody goes over and is like viewing the body or whatever, and then who cares? He's dead. And then, uh, <laughs> so true, dude. So true. No, and then he, uh, dude, the funeral's not for him. And then, you think, uh, you think, you think him. funeral request should be respected? Yeah. Yeah. Why? For who? He's dead. What? This is so. For your memory. For, yeah, of oh, for sorry, John. The You're dead. Of him. Of me. <laughs> you're not gonna care john you'll be dead it's it's very strange that so, so the so. entire movie alexander is the only one that sees ghosts but then there's a, that one scene with grandma where she talks to oscar yeah so he's not like just just like randomly like she she just she sees i was him shocked like, when he started talking i didn't think he was gonna start yeah. talking that was that was surprising so does that mean that so this family just has a, this family is not a muggle family? Right? <laughs> muggle, yes, exactly it's a right. Family of medium, bills. yeah, medium, yeah, medium. They're all Long Island mediums. mediums. <laughs> did, you, did any of you Google Ekdal the family name? Did you any of you Google that? Did you uh, actually yes. do that? Uh, because you would know that there was a coven of witches that went by Ekdal. Oh no! Oh, this, is this true? Are you just making things we up? My entire view of wow. this movie is wow. We just went over the based truth of story, and now we're asking, "Is it true?" <laughs> oh my god! Oh, come on, man, god. dude! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> based art. What did you mean by "oh my god"? Art is the literal condensation of the vaporous, the vaporous form of human misery and aspiration. Quote. Dude, do you know the part Quote, that I got Papa the most John. scared? <laughs> Dude, I got really scared at those two girls in the fucking attic, and they like Dude, puked on him or whatever. Oh yeah, the puking was, was, that so, was so that was scary, so gross, so scary. I was so pissed off when that happened. Why? I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was gonna be watching a scary film. <laughs> was scary. Yeah, I was like, I was like. Never mind. Um, yeah, I kind of didn't really get that part either. What was the meaning of this? 
that was my that was my takeaway was i didn't really meet i don't really get what he meant by that does this mean because he sees ghosts or whatever imagination baby but then they're like then they're like they're like but they're like true true based reality of the story yeah reality of the imagination grow up my bad dude grow down reality of the but they told him they're like stop spreading lies about my father you know so like within his imagination, it tells yeah. it says like tell the truth, but the truth. Just think of it like a dream. A dream you can imagine a dream being those being the contents of a dream. Okay, no, that's fair. Enough. I really liked this five and a half hour dream sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it crazy at the end when Alexander just woke up <laughs> and, yeah, the, and it was the it was the, the first part where he fell asleep under the table and the clock was ticking. <laughs> yeah, he woke, up. <laughs> he woke up in a bed, bath, and beyond. You know, bath, and, uh, yeah, he smelled. He, he took a little bit of a too century. deep of a sniff of those bath salts. Uh, uh, yeah. One click reference. Oh, it, really? It, it, that's a click. I did not know. He he woke up and he's an Dude, alien hitting the so bomb. Click is so good. Okay, like, this is a click podcast. Like if you agree, <laughs> click is actually really click good. Click is awesome. I talked. Finish this sentence. Adam Sandler is God tier. An artist. incredible artist. Yeah, <laughs> an artist. All right. All right. <laughs> is Bergman's love, son right? in spirit? Uh, yeah. Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler is Isaac. Adam Sandler would play Isaac. Let's be honest. Like, he do a great job. That was a that was bait, dude. You're just saying movie? that because he's Jewish. Well, he he did he did do bedtime stories. Oh, very true. Actually, maybe he plays Oscar. Stories. Yeah. Now you're racist, John. He also plays you're, a you're, magical, you're anti-Semitic, and I can tell. Virgin. It's written all. It's scribbled all over your fucking Norse face. Your Norse <laughs> face. Obviously, uncut. Your James Irish blood face. Is a Finn Alexander sequel, Isaac story spinoff. Dude. <laughs> Nothing. So 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 what gets cut in the theatrical release? Dude, so much. I haven't seen it. Troy, have you seen so it? So little. Yeah, I've because seen it's it. all the oh, Troy, tell us because you cut you cut you you can't truly cut anything because the whole the ent- the entirety of the film is true. <laughs> so you're just removing you're moving truth you're from removing a premises. Whole, you're so moving you have truth no more proof. from a whole truth. <laughs> Yeah. You could watch one second of this movie and it would be just as true as the other. <laughs> you know, try to find however many seconds there are. I want to find like a uh, like a list of what's cut, it. but basically like the chair sequence cut. No, what? Isaac's no, that's your no, yeah, chair sequence cut. Isaac's storytelling <laughs> cut. Um, pretty oh, much that God. whole ending sequence with Isaac in the end cut. Um, these are like the parts a the bunch of the Christmas no, you're because kidding. they're the most you're important kidding. parts yeah. of the movie. A bunch of Christmas <laughs> stuff. Sorry, you're trolling. I'm not trolling. A bunch of Christmas stuff trolling. cut. Um, Wait, are you are you are you being sincere right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. No, the Isaac storytelling isn't in there, and I'm 90% sure the chair story isn't in there. Dude, dude, you, dude, um, dude, dude, dude so much, so so dude, much is material. Bird, is like Bird trolling. Did like, dude, if edit. you guys are watch the whole, the theatrical version is watch the whole thing get Yeah, the theatrical version was two and a half hours shorter. There's two and a half hours missing. Dude, I feel like you could yeah, have no, cut if I were to include anything, that. I would include those things. Yeah, I, look, I'd rather watch like an 18 minute movie of those things. Look, I'm not, <laughs> back back I'm not back. a million percent sure. I'm trying to find a list of Dude. like, you know, what is and isn't there. Did Bergman edit it? Like, I don't like, know, man. But they had to do it. Cut? They had to do it so that they could. 
The only reason they released the theatrical on, cut the so they could be eligible. This is what Lynch meant. <laughs> so they could be eligible for the Oscars. Is that really? Who who yeah. who won this year? This is like eighty something. Eighty two. Eighty two. Yeah, I think it's eighty three. Well, there's okay. The, so the big the... the theatrical cut cuts most of Carl Ekdahl and his wife. Um. Yeah, that's understandable. That. If, you're if you gotta cut something, cut, something yeah. cut that. Okay, the theatrical version doesn't include uh, the ghosts in the attic, or really any of the attic. All right. Um, okay. That's all right. We'll we can... any of the attic. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of the attic is gone. Definitely the ghosts. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm in '82. The best picture was Chariots of Fire, and in 83, it was Gandhi. And I haven't seen either of these films. I've seen Gandhi. Um, the sexual, the sexual the- moment between Mai, like the weird sexual energy between Mai and Alexander is removed. Yeah. Which, which actually so is so weird when she's like, <laughs> like it totally is... Bergman insert. Bergman insert, but yeah, also, but like Alexander's right jealousy, you know, with respect to his mom, is right. like also present in like a right. He's jealous of my getting a pipe down by Gustav. So inappropriate. Uh, what about the closing shots with Alexander resting his head on the lap of? Grandma, as she reads this supposedly misogynistic play. Strindberg, Bergman, big fan of Strindberg. Um, how about I had to take on that, but then I was like, I forgot it. Got your daughter read the new Strindberg with updated to brush your brain and finger. So true. <laughs> that was my take. Yeah. I like it when I like it when <laughs> Edward, like a big Chad, shoves Alexander down as a Who? ghost. Edward. Go, oh, yeah. he, does he shove him or trip him i think he just pushes him down and then he's like you'll yeah, never so be rid of me or something like this yeah Base i Macbeth. really like that because he has no more mask the De- grim reaper or something like there's some sort of connection between him and the grim reaper from the beginning or like the death from the beginning you know mm-hmm. he sees like the spirit of death at the opening and then here we know that the spirit is like edward or there's some connection between the two i think that's cool Jerry Macbeth. Um, I was gonna say that the earlier when we were talking about, um, like Hamlet, um, things going on. There's uh the whole reflection. I mean, I mean, I don't know. This is repeated many times. I don't know if it actually originates in Hamlet, but the whole uh, our small world reflecting the bigger world. There's a there's a line in Hamlet that is very similar to that and talks about the the that the play will be. Uh, it, we will be holding up a mirror to the world and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah no, there's tons of stuff in Shakespeare, but, you know, all the world's a yeah, stage, yeah. blah, 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 so, blah, blah. Yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, that in, but the, but yeah, but the fact that it was, the wording was, um, was uh, reflecting and stuff, I thought was uh, possibly intentional just because there's all the other stuff with Hamlet and whatnot. Will the Cohen Hamlet be as good as Fanny and no. Macbeth? Dude, yeah, it's crazy tomorrow that and tomorrow and tomorrow. it's crazy that Fanny and Alexander like came out like what like thirty years after Shakespeare. 
Throw Hamlet. <laughs> Very true. All right, time to comment on how every single male character is impotent or dead. Um, just like real life. Just like real life. Is impotent or dead? Oscar died. Except Oscar Alexander. was the only Chad, and he died. Alexander is obviously impotent child. What do you so? What do you mean by impotent? I mean Gustav impregnated my. So okay, he's literally. Uh, he definitely has semen. But uh, yeah, <laughs> he's like unable to like take it. Like his wife obviously is like the uh, competent right. organizer of their marriage. Yes, the, mom, the grandma that's true. runs the show. Actually, Isaac is like the only guy who's like competent and powerful. Yeah, yeah Isaac's sick. You know why? Tell me why, Stephen. I don't want to say it. We'll <laughs> upset, upset John. Yeah, John yeah. will get. John, I can't even mention the word these days. <laughs> he gets. He gets so furious. He read out. He read out. I, I read out. out. <laughs> Fanny and Alexander didn't even get nominated for best picture or anything, and you know why? Because they cut out all the best stuff. So true. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Who edited the theatrical release? Wasn't Parasite the first foreign film to get Best Picture? Dude, I think it it might have been, dude. That's so crazy. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, really? Like, Dreyer never got an Oscar or whatever? I don't know. An Academy Award? Dreyer? When was the... the, Yeah, the the dude who did those, like, something Dreyer. All those, like, early Faith ones. Uh, You watched the Dreyer. Wasn't um, Joan of Arc a Dreyer? Yeah, so good, dude. Yeah, Joan of Arc. Yeah, like, I I think the Academy liked that guy. Yeah, they always sometimes get the foreign films. You know, Parasite, Parasite is the, the only first... foreign film to win Best Picture so far. Yeah, Parasite Damn. might be the first Although the film artist... to win Best Picture, but when was the first time an American film was Best Picture? Riddle me that. Ugh, America. The 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 artist. I don't know if you guys seen that. I actually can't believe I've watched that. What? The artist. It's a 2011 one Best no. Picture. Who's in it? A 2011. Uh, who directed it? Yeah, out of what? Out of what? It's a black and white silent film directed oh. by Hazanavicus. It's, pro- it's probably nothing. If, if it's silent, I mean, what could it even be about? So true. Uh, it's about it's about old Hollywood. Oh my gosh, nothing worse. And it was and it's a French Aww. production. Oh my! It just keeps God. getting worse. It just keeps getting worse. There's literally nothing worse than old Hollywood. The and then yeah, and it's and it's Aww. also uh, Troy's stupid. <laughs> oh, no, Troy's <laughs> to, Troy, no, Troy, no, Troy. Troy's trying to poke. Yeah, I know, at me, I know. I was just kidding. And it's not working. And it's not working. I will not fall for this. I feel like, dude. How can this be five hours? I feel like, you know, it's like five hours, five or six hours, whatever. Uh, I feel like, but when I think through everything, like it feels like we've only talked about like two hours worth of stuff. If you know that, I mean? we just because there's only two hours worth of stuff. Yeah, in it. like it isn't. It isn't like doesn't feel as like jam packed. Three and a half hours of filler. You know some, yeah. some other things that we Jacob, discuss, you bring you up know? a good point, and that's why this is a perfect time to announce to our audience that we are be will be doing a shot by shot commentary of Fanny and Alexander soon. Fanny and Alex. And if it, and if and if. <laughs> If a shot by shot of no film ever happens, it's Troy's fault for not harassing us to actually start it. 
What about guys? What That's about the most true thing you've ever said, Brody? Guys, thank you. What if about something the, doesn't uh... happen? It's because Troy can <laughs> harass me into doing it, which I think I want to do. What about the play that we get to see after Oscar has died? Or we see the yeah. And you've got the clown it with the rain. I love the clown with yeah. the candle on his head. Oh yeah, they're doing stupid oh, yeah. stuff, right? And they're like, oh dude, this is what the people for want. Candles. All right, who wants to bring it up? Who wants to talk about candles? Oh shit, I don't know what the hell you're gonna say, but I have something. Dude, to there say are so too. many dude, candles. Briefly, was everybody just I don't know on your first viewing? Were you thinking, oh my god, something is going to burn? Yes, down? of course. In the end, you know, we do see some burn, but uh. Dude, I thought for sure the household was going to burn out. Something was yeah. going to happen. Like, those candles were giving me insane anxiety. Not only that, those candles next to the apples. Did you notice those? The mm-hmm. apple. There's like an apple stand, and they're right next to all these candles. Like, it's Dude, they intentional. Have, they have candles some, in the tree. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, first time I watched it, Christmas episode, there's like literally 700 candles. This lit. It's insane. I started counting them for a moment, and then I was like, this is autistic. I'm, I can't do this. And so I stopped. <laughs> Yeah. Candles, candles are cool. Base, I'm gonna go light a candle right now. <laughs> Dude, I loved so like you know they're they always they all have this like theater you know, and uh, uh Emily like leaves and everyone is sort of like over the theater. Everyone's overacting, you know, because they're all just sort of going through the motions. It, they, it's sort of all lost. Well, on no, them. it's because they have to. Put I got on... recruited by. I got. I got recruited by the troop in Paris. Yeah. So it's all stuff to me. They have right. to. Yeah. Well, out. they have to. So good. They're 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 acting out some stupid thing, and no one likes the play. And they're like, "Well, this is what we have to do now that we don't have the like the financial backing of the Ectals. Like, no. Now we need but to. They, they, but they they stuff. But they were over it. They were over Shakespeare at a certain point when Emily was first leaving. Remember? No. Yeah, dude. They were. Were they? What were? What were they performing when Emily left? There. What do you mean? When? When that? When? When the the last scene, and then they were there, and, and then Emily, Emily was like, "I have." Yeah, and she's like, everyone "I have to." I, everyone. I have, yeah, yeah, they're what performing they some the thing with the candle on his head, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the poopy stuff? I thought that was the base stuff. No, no. They all hate it. They're they all hate the, what the they're performing. I don't know like what it performing. is. They, they, all, they, they all don't, don't like, like it. it. And there's commentary about how, like, this is what they have to do now in order to get people in the seats. I thought the, the getting what people have to do now to get in the seats was when Emily was returning, and they're like, oh, what are you performing? And they're like, oh, I'm performing some shit, but just to get people in the seats. I can't recall. I'm almost, dude, I feel pretty strongly about this. Um, Go off, Katie. Jamie. Yeah, but Jamie, pull that up. And also, I have to feel strongly about this because it, if it, if is, if what I'm saying is wrong, then it doesn't support my point, which is that it's only until after Emily leaves and they start performing the crap stuff is when they actually understand and realize the value of what they're actually doing, you know. And so, so there's something about like performing a story like too many times and performing a role that you actually sort of like get lost in what you're doing and through it's like it's bro it's just like christmas because it's like christmas dude so like you know how there's like because you you know you like you always see like dude christmas clap back man i hate my racist uncle at the (laughs) christmas party man christmas so stupid man right and 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 then but 
but they they're it's lost on them. They've they've done it too many times as they don't realize what they're what they're actually doing, you know? Yeah. And it's because it's because the story is also lost on them. The story of Christmas, well, bro. Well, this is a, yeah, hard, the, anyway. Hard I don't, times I don't, good Christmas, good Christmas. I don't know. I don't know if the uh, I don't know if the play is Shakespeare that they're doing, but I know but the the monologue There's that no the way. guy's given with the candle is good. Like yeah, is, it was it was based. That's why yeah, I'm pretty it was sure super it was good. And the whole time, all the guys in the in the wings or whatever are just like, "Oh, this is so dumb." Well, and that's another. That's so, not, so that's I think. Another, so I think that your point, is, whether or not it's Shakespeare or not, is is total, is true. It's good. It's well, good. The, dude, not only dude, it was crazy because not only are all the people bored by the performances, but so are the audiences. You know, like the audience, like why are they even showing up? Like they don't even know. You know. And they, but they just keep coming, and they just keep performing, and it's just this ritualistic thing that just keeps happening, and then like, it it then starts to dissipate, you know, as time goes on. It's pretty fucking dope. But then, of course, when it all falls apart, that's when the re the the true meaning of it reemerges. Dude, Bergman is such an idiot and a loser for spending so much time on plays and theater. He directed like. A bajillion different plays. That's sick. Literally wasting his time when he could have making been making me films. <laughs> yeah, I can't watch your plays, Bergman. Yeah, stupid. Dude, I wish there I were more see a Bergman play. Um, dude. That'd be so sick. I want to see a Bergman so play. That would be sick. sick. So sick. Sorry, so Jacob. Sick. You guys stole Jacob. What the fuck? <laughs> you guys what ever watched? You, you guys actually abducted him. You guys ever watched like recordings of plays? Uh, yeah, uh, I've seen. Bergman, Berg, like, did you, yeah, did you, Bergman has a movie called The Magic Flute, which is that. The Magic Flute. Based. It's a Mozart. Uh, but like opera. in, um, I think it was, motherfucking, uh, 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 uh God damn it, <laughs> uh, Oedipus. I think did you guys ever watch Oedipus in like English class? I read Oedipus. No. But like but yeah, but did you also watch like there's like a No. There's a theatrical play version that was like recorded in black and white. No, I've only read it. Okay. Is that Anyway, plays are cool. Yeah. I like plays and musicals. Yeah, plays are cool, but I can't watch them right now. I wish I wish I could see more live uh, you can. plays. You can. I, I, yeah, why don't you? I, you can. You can. What's wrong with you, Brody? I want. We should. We, cinematographologically speaking, should go see a play. We should. <laughs> dude, so we. Fun. Dude, that would be sick. I get all dressed up. Dude, one of one of my one of my like theater. One of my core memories is watching, and I don't even know if this is like a good play, but I watched Wicked like when I was. <laughs> <dying>. <laughs> I also and I thought it was it. dude. It was awesome. I thought it was I'll, dude. I'll it was wicked. dude. I was hyped. It was so sick. Yeah, was I don't know. I don't know if I saw it like today. How I'd feel. I don't even really remember what happened. I just remember like being really captivated by like the stage and the aesthetic of it all. Yeah, I don't think you'd like it as much, but Wicked is based when you're like eleven. Yeah. yeah. At the Pantages, baby. Are we are we sharing play memories now? Yeah, I think we are. Uh, you, if you have one, I think I think I may have shared this with Troy. I've probably said this before, but for the listeners at home, 
I remember when I was in high school, I went this this owner of a cafe. So I really like this girl and this girl worked at a cafe and her boss put on plays in a warehouse on East Side, which is like the bad side of town. And like, yeah. And and she asked me, like, hey, you want to go with me to this play? And I was like, uh, yeah. You know, and we went, we drove down to the play. It was a it was a sequel to the tempest by shakespeare i had never read or seen the tempest and knew nothing about anything that was going on in fact i couldn't even pay attention to what was going on stage but the whole like drive up was crazy because we're like in this bad part of town it's a warehouse it's like 10 p.m at night you know i'm with this girl that i really like you know it's our (laughs) first like date date you know it's like and then we get in and we're seeing it's a small crowd it's this crowd of like 18 people sitting in like those uh you know and like when in kindergarten there's like those plastic plus metal leg chairs that are like bolted into the seat and you can like pull them out and stuff they're like really small just like seats in elementary school so there were like just those set up like 18 or 20 seats like that and so i'm just sitting in this in this chair like super anxiety pumping it was awesome that sounds, that's a pretty yeah, keno memory pretty dude very that sounds awesome yeah the the fucking the story surrounding the story you went to see is probably better than the story you saw yeah probably i mean it was written by some like old english teacher that used to teach at court sale apparently that is definitely better and stuff or like everything is like it's hamlet but it's uh you know 2016 yeah. chicago Whack. okay real quick i think no i think i think it's pretty keno when they do that i don't i think no because they don't even it seems like they don't actually like uh well it depends on how it depends on how one-to-one and on to adaptation is (laughs) subjective i think i've i've seen it's him with those lions i've seen my brother's my brother's family just they put on they put on backyard they, they put on little backyard productions shakespeare plays so fun and we went and saw uh hold on i gotta remember it's shakespeare which one's Clark. the john goes to a play like every week just so you guys know which one Who? john john that's sick yeah i go to a I've lot also, of i've seen stuff. you know I, I may it may not seem like it but i've i've seen a lot of plays i've seen christmas really? stories and i used like to be in them <laughs> wait when i say i want to see a play you know, not to offend anybody who's seen small town, small time plays, but I'm talking, I'm talking the big yeah. stage here. I'm talking some serious. No, dude, production. I'm telling big you, time's fun, but small time no, 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 is. I'm also telling you, I'm telling it's you, fun. dude. Serious small okay. productions are like okay. I went and saw Les Mis not that long ago, and it was like crazy high production value. It was, it was so sick. It was incredible. But mm-hmm. my favorite ones that I've ever been to have been in very small theaters that are theater in the round where like mm-hmm. you have the stage in the center and then the the seats surround the entire thing 360 and they're like um i know i saw 110 in the shade which my dad was in and that was probably one of the better ones that i ever saw but i don't know i think i think that there's like both good different reasons because you have like huge you have like the huge like spectacle and stuff and that can be seriously powerful but like you lose out on the intimacy of a super small theater and super small theater so it's like it just depends on the and like i don't know small theaters like when you have a production in a small theater and the they make it feel huge they make what they're doing like i saw i saw a musical recently 
that was uh that my cousin was in that was like small small theater but they <clears> though they were so good that it like made it feel as though it was like this huge like hollywood broadway thing because it was like that era it was like uh the the like 1940s or whatever like that era and so but yeah and so it's like i don't know it i think it's the way in which the they can like transform the theater into a certain kind of a space whether that's intimate or not is like i don't know what's what's it's impressive in both respects okay does carl's wife deserve the abuse she receives of course in this essay i will argue um that Mm -hmm. kind of uh yeah okay so obviously not but like she's okay also real quick shout out obviously quick shout out to something you're not going to find the theatrical version which is her singing at christmas night oh Oh. it's so good she gives a beautiful rendition and gustav watches or not gustav carl watches her so intensely i love his intensity anyway but his plight is somewhat relatable he's got all his all his own individual problems but imagine like he's like he's like getting Truman showed by this woman where like it's almost like what he does or what he says, like he can't affect his own reality. Like no matter what, she'll just be like, oh, my Liebling, I love you, you know, all this stuff. And he's like frustrated because he can't even like he can't even like have a real dynamic relationship with her because she loves him too much, you know, like he just want like. You know, he wants her to be an independent human being. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. I'm just pointing out that that is like probably legitimately extremely frustrating. Where like, you can't even have a real relationship because the other person doesn't respond to you in a way that makes sense. Oh, dude, well, let me say, let me just say really quick. <laughs> let me say really quick. You just even though it's obvious, but no one said it, and all that's been said is that Carl uh, is totally justified or whatever. It still doesn't like justify the the level of uh, the way in which he handles that frustration. <laughs> no, so true, but yeah, but also so yeah. I do love when he's like, "Tell her I'm gonna commit suicide." <gasps> Are you really? <laughs> Only when I look at you. Yeah. Carl's priceless. <laughs> Clogged. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. And then he farts. Team Carl or Team Gustav? I love when he runs up and down the stairs, generating powerful farts. I'm Team Gustav. Yeah, Carl yeah, is a little bit. Carl is a little bit too far. What? Whereas it's not. It's not a. There's no choice here, people. Dude, what are you I, talking about? Dude, we just presented so like, a choice. No, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Carl versus Gustav. Yeah, we're literally offering you one right now. <laughs> that's like saying. Bum-bum, that's no. like saying. That's like saying in your car, would you rather keep the engine or the battery? <laughs> <laughs> okay, engine. <laughs> so if Carl dies, does Gustav die too? But they're a dynamic duo. Clearly, would you rather Jacob, keep the engine or the Jacob? Or you the have tires? to shoot one. <laughs> engine. Jacob, you, you have to, to kill one, one right now. One. I'm what handing you, you a gun, dude. Oh, dude. For for a moment <laughs> in the in the dialogue scene between Carl Gustav and Edward, I was like, just praying for for a Carl rede- like a super epic Carl redemption. Like I thought he was gonna. I was no. like hoping for him to like pull out a pistol and kill. Yeah, Edward. me too. <laughs> and take totally. the kids. Yeah. Because like Carl, you know, he's just like it's almost like if you've seen if you've seen Game of Thrones, um, which they totally no fucked up. 
right? Definitely. But like Theon, the, the character of Theon, like yes. throughout the entire series, he's just fucking taking it, dude, taking it, taking it, taking it. And so you're just like, like, please, like, let him redeem himself somehow, you know? And that was how I felt with Carl, like, like, please give him, give him, give this man a moment. Yeah, yeah. Carl had his moment when he pulled the most epic, the most hilarious, the most gonna go down in history as one of the funniest Christmas pranks ever when he stood up to give his speech and his speech was like, I have no speech and sat down. Oh my <laughs> God, that is gonna go down in the Ekdal books. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the most classic <laughs> gags ever to take place. He's a gag guy. I could respect that. I could respect a man with gags. I would not hang out with Carl. <laughs> No, <laughs> let's get it clear i would yeah let's wait hold on he's so sweaty he's too sweaty dude yeah like i can't be in the same room yeah. as that sort of thing the scene when he's just wow, laying down sweating that's funny Night. do you know anyone that like intense and serious in real Only life me. as carl yeah <laughs> no no maybe no. not maybe not that not maybe not to that extreme no yeah, and like not even not even like autistic or whatever, you know, <laughs> like that that would like contribute to like the seriousness, but like someone who's Carl is literally me, you know. You mean in like the relative? Do you mean in like the, the the I don't I like just the seriousness? No, no, no. Like he just has like that serious intensity about him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's like uh, you know you could easily comport him. Like he's like like he like he's like a blue collar like. He's uh, not though. He's an academic. Listen, Do we know what I'm talking studying? in terms of. <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm talking in terms of like psychological disposition. If you've I ever been I into know, a dive think, bar, you I, know that biker guy yeah. who's just like. I think I know. Uh, I think I do know one person who comes close, and he is my uncle Jim. Uncle Jim. Nice. Yeah. Well, shout, shout out Jim. Shout out Jim. Could I? Uh, Tragic life. It's so dude, sad. When his wife takes him away from like. When he's playing games with the sailors. Oh, dude. And he's like, and she's yeah. like, come on, come on. <laughs> you know, you like, yeah. Dude, I yeah. just imagine him being like so drunk that he is like, like the, that whole <laughs> night, I just imagine him being like basically blackout drunk. Like We've he, all been he's there. He's just drinking so much. He looks like he's constantly on the verge of passing out. I'm constantly thinking about, dude, yeah, get in some the way, water. In the way he's started. breathing, when too. When his wife offers him yeah, a hot toddy, I love when he's the wife is like, hot. should I make you a hot toddy? And I'm like, dude, get him some water, please. This, this man is going to die soon. I love, when I love when he's talking to Petra and he's just breathing super hard and heavy into her face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, just, you can just imagine how bad his breast stings. Dude, okay. Someone, uh, someone, someone break down. Let's reel it back in here. Let's bring it. Let's bring it down. Let's get to the. Let's get to the brass. Let's tires. really not. Let's really. Let's reel. Let's it reel out. it out here. <laughs> let's cast. Someone, let's let let's out cast someone. Line. Someone explain. Someone run bridge. us through. Talk about and fully explain uh, the Isaac's story. We've like barely okay. talked about it, even though we keep mentioning do we, it. Do we want a summary or do you want the, uh, the, the results? You want the the findings? I don't know. They they watch the movie, right? Everyone watch the movie. Well, you know, Isaac's thesis is that, you know, God isn't real. I'm a nihilist. Uh, you know, ma magic can distract people from their suffering temporarily. Uh -uh. And, no, no, uh, no. He's <laughs> not. He's not. It's a story that's a little too on the nose about the pointlessness of the human existence. But also, 
uh, it's part. So exactly. No, uh, the nature of that life, basically, is yeah. to be uh, thirsting, and in a desert, and the only uh, the only liquid that might satisfy man is the uh, condensation of human misery and ambition and love and everything that is art. But you know, it's funny because that might just be for you. That might just be for you. What are you talking about? That's like literally what his story's about. No, but that's just for you. Oh, what was it? What was it for you? Well, for me, no, no, no. For me, that's not my life. That's for you. That's for me. That's um, my life. Yeah. I think you're just saying. Well, shit I think about that. You. I think that. I mean, yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he ever says that there. Like he says that there is no destination or something like that, right? He doesn't say there is none, but that no one knows what it is. Well, yeah, that there's no, and then it's implied that he'll never, that no one will ever reach it or something. But I don't think, I think that, like, I mean, that's like kind of being like, well, yeah, you're never gonna like prove God exists or something like that. Not necessarily that there is no, like, there is no destination, like in, like, within the frame of what's knowable or something like that, right? I mean, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, the real destination is the water you drank along the way with the friends you made along the way. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, do I don't want like to come back to the friends you made along me. the way. Dude, 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 Troy, I feel like he says this so many times on so many of our podcasts, and I feel like whenever he says it, he's being disparaging about this topic, but it is true. What? I'm annoyed. What's true? What, the friends? What? What, what? what are you talking about? No, yeah, no we talked like, about oh, it. Yeah, friends it's made true, along the way. Based. Of course, it's I know, true but and it is true in base. But Troy, he always sounds disparaging. Well, because well, the story, the story, like the story Isaac tells, is obviously insanely awesome. But in this current retelling, it sounds like a stupid story about oh, everyone's going, they don't know where they're going, but they keep walking, and God doesn't exist. But then art is good. So then I presented the man, just friends say, along just the way. Say you as, hate, as just as just trope. say you hate the movie, man. Listen, the story is so epic. And part of what makes it so fucking awesome is that Isaac pretends like he's going to read it, but virtually instantly just starts telling the story, which yeah. is yeah. awesome. Oh, I don't know. My translation is going to be rough. Yeah, yeah. I also really like the translation. <laughs> Says it in perfect part. Swedish? Yeah, well, that, I like that's the because the story. That's because the story was actually never told. That's because, you know, the, the telling of the story is just a part of Alexander's imagination. So true. I also read it as a diss to uh, <laughs> the fact, like, Bergman's awareness that most of his viewers are not Swedish and like wants to bring a little bit of attention to that. That's not my fault, Bergman. Is that is that true? Most of his viewers? What are you talking about? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Most people aren't Swedish. Most people aren't Swedish and I think he's also known as like in perpetuity. Oh, I guess percentage of all people who ever watch a Bergman film, like almost none of them are Swedish. I just I just committed cringe and am now embarrassed that I immediately associated not Swedish with only American. With not human. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many people I don't know I don't know how many people know Swedish the... like that live in I mean, Europe well, and I stuff, do. you know? Like I don't I don't know if it's, it's a like a good thing you're watching a translation or whatever like if you live in a lot of particular countries in europe which is what i where i imagine most of his viewers are right no one speaks swedish dude. i don't know it's literally yeah, I mean, a side it's a good thing that it's a one-to-one -one translation with english though dude Very true you want to know something crazy thank goodness that it comes through 100 percent. yeah i have a friend For who's me, at least. going on I'm better in english 
I have a friend who's going on a study abroad this spring, and they're going to Sweden and taking a Bergman class. Too bad they'll. Uh... Whoa, Troy wishes that was him. No, dude, Troy does not. It might Why suck. Because they're probably gonna watch like two Bergman films, and then he's gonna walk away thinking he knows Bergman. Well, he's not me. <laughs> yeah, you know Bergman, man. Check out the phone. Yeah, case, I'm the buddy. based independent scholar who actually engages with primary sources. This guy's gonna watch like Seventh Seal and then read like four books about Seventh Seal, and he's gonna be like, oh, "Okay." You wouldn't watch I'm a Bergman scholar. You wouldn't take a Bergman class. Of course, I would. Okay, there you go. That's Bergman that's scholars, all. Is it? Listen, only if the rate my professor says that it's like a two on the hardness scale and a four on the spicy yeah. scale, and they. And then you take it a pass note. You take it pass note pass and show up to one third of the lectures, but constantly talk about how base the class. Is. So true. I did that. I, that's what I did with like, two Shakespeare classes. Except actually, it's also what you do with Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky, that was true. That one did not do the readings, but that class was like unironically too hard for like uh, my reality at the time. Yeah, but everyone got A's. Everyone so. got A's. So. RP had our backs. Yeah, I just want to point out to that name, I though. have read pretty much uh, most of Shakespeare. Every Dostoevsky and book. you guys haven't. You've read so what? What have you read? I've read, <laughs> I've read every major Shakespeare work. All right, let's hear them. You guys haven't. Let's hear them in a plot synopsis yeah, yeah, that proves that you read them. Let's let's hear the let's hear the perfect <laughs> understanding that you now have. But like like I just want the audience <laughs> to know that earlier when Stephen was like, "Oh yeah, the Tempest," and I haven't read the Tempest. I want everyone to know I have right. read the Tempest. You haven't read the Tempest. No, that I have. You haven't read the Tempest. Have you? You haven't. And not not better. I'll do you one no. better. I understand the Tempest. Wait wait. Have you read the Tempest? Yes. Okay. Name four characters in it. They're literally. I don't even know if there are four characters in it. That's see, I you, knew you were trolling. There's the dude. wizard. I, there's the you slave, just got got, bro. You you may you may have read all of the major works, but have you memorized the sixteenth uh, song? Tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. Creeps in this petty pace from day to day, the last syllable of recorded time. And all our I can actually tell that he's reading it. I could tell that he's a monster. My mistress with a monster is in love. Near to her close and consecrated bower, while in her dull and nuptial hour. Let's go! I don't know the rest. I don't know the rest. Fuck. To be or not to be? Mid- Midsummer Night's Dream. That is a question. I could see the reflection in his glasses. Have you guys. That, sh- that shows that he's reading. Have you guys uh, <laughs> seen any Shakespeare? Um, like any, do you have any like particular movies that you like or seen live productions that you like? Uh, Wait, can I ask? Wells, briefly, Orson Wells, ha- uh, Othello is pretty. I want to watch that one. I haven't seen that one. The, whichever Othello has Lawrence Fishburne was kind of keen on. Who here has performed Shakespeare? Not me. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Steven and I. Steven, I'm Steven, surprised. Steven, Steven and I did it together, dude. My dad has. Hell yeah, we did. Me. All right. What character did you play? Well, you okay. Were Puck, wait, right? does uh, does I was just Puck, yeah? Okay, Who actually, I'm I? going to raise my hand. Who here understands that Shakespeare uh, is actually what's dudes? his name? You're probably one of the dudes. The uh, Oxford. Yeah, it's Edward Devere. Edward Devere. Was that the dude, donkey? Really... Was that the donkey dude? Maybe or well, you were you were definitely maybe heaven was. I know you were a dude. You were one of those guys fighting for love. For those fighting for dudes, someone. That's home, sick. Just like in real life. Know what we're talking about? If you're a Stratfordian, i.e., think that some guy named William Shakespeare existed and wrote this stuff, you yeah. should 
um, Google like, engage in acts of self harm. Google Alexander. Wait, Vaughn. so I'm not I'm not totally pilled on this. I mean, I know I know the you know the claim, yeah. but I just don't know why. And it's very weird that there would exist all these works at a time where like uh i linked it you know like it's people people know historical facts from this era like it's not like a time without history it, jacob it jacob so, like, I, why would there be this mysterious jacob, linked, figure writing all i linked all the information you need in high quality i just don't know bro. anyway edward devere wrote it wait you're saying wait so you're on the whole like it's it's not william shakespeare yeah it's just one other whole dude because i like to subscribe to it being like a council, like a few guys, uh, like three guys. Yeah, that's gonna be a no. All right, Dude, I'm a I'm a Shakespeare believer. Yeah, <laughs> right on. I am too. You guys should check out the the channel I sent in. I've 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 already read and listened to every theory, and I already know that the original one that I was presented and had no critical view of initially <laughs> is still the. <laughs> All right. If you could say one thing to Bergman, what would you say? Or what aspect of his I'd say suck I, my fuck fucking you. I'd say suck my fucking dick, Bergman. I, I'd be I'd be I'd be like these women, huh? These women, eh? <laughs> can't live with them, can't live with So that is that's that yeah, that sums up like uh yeah. He'd give, you, yeah, he'd, give you, he'd give you a fist bump for that, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and then I'd hold it down and be like, pound it, bro, and then I'd move it and be yeah, like, be ah, like, oh, you too. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, and what you, what you do is it, you look up your face and you're like, so, uh, Liv Ullman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah I, would, I would inform him that uh, if his hand is as big as his face, he has cancer. <laughs> yeah. I'd let him know. Is, I'd be looking out for a brother. I would spell, just, spell I just icon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a Bergman. I tell me as Ligma. Yeah. So uh, uh, it'd be like it smells like Updog. In uh, King Alexander, when uh, Carl Ligma Sugma uh, Dienda, <laughs> what did you what did you mean by that? Yeah. I show him Spider Man No Way Home. See you how, do, how do you feel? How do you feel about Ligma? how do you feel about Lee? How do you, how do you feel about Lee Gandhi winning the Oscar? Like when you say Lee Gandhi's balls, <laughs> dude. Bergman Bergman was a fan of of uh, uh, how you might one might say Hollywood shitters. So true, dude. Yeah, was he really? Bergman really liked Nolan. He really like, dude. Guess what? He really liked Nolan. Nolan. Guess what? Christopher <laughs> Nolan's next movie is is it's called Oppenheimer. It's a Bergman remake. I know. Nukes. Yeah, of course. It's got a big cast, as always. Just a star-studded star ensemble. ensemble. Uh, Dude, no yeah, one is actually so sick. You know the you know that Reddit post where it's like, it's like someone about like my mom is dead, my dad is dead, my wife has left me. Like I'm thinking about killing myself. Like why shouldn't I do it? And the top one is like, think of all the Marvel movies you're uh, not gonna get to see and like all yeah. this like, stuff. <laughs> anyway. That's what I would tell Bergman. I would just show him all the cool movies things... he hasn't got to watch. Yeah. But John is right. Yeah, is this mug a, Kino? He was a big shitter appreciator. As all... Steven showing all, us a mug uh, with a leaf on all it? All cinema fans should be. Mm -hmm. This mug is Kino. Kino. Have we all seen No Way Home? Is it time to talk about it? I haven't seen it, and I probably won't see it. Dude, I think 
four that's of the five people in here have seen No Way Home. That's insane. Yeah. That's too many. Wait, what? Only three have seen it. Yeah, I haven't I seen it. it. Oh, I thought I could have sworn yeah, John just saw it. I, I also could have sworn. Dude, I'm true. You dream that because I never, I never saw you're, it. You're facing the opposite direction. Uh, well, for me, it's this way. Just, just well, that's hold wrong. your arm out. Just Dude, hold your arm out. I have you guys in a vertical stack right now. Just hold me? your arm out, bro. Dude, I, that is <laughs> your, yeah. There you go. I'm hitting you Wait, on hold my on. screen. Oh, yeah. Dude, you guys just were facing the same direction. Here, wait. In my screen. Anyway. Uh, right. uh, do that um, one more time, Steven. Hold up special, your fist. Did we talk about our Christmases? Holy true. We haven't even said Merry Christmas one time oh, on this podcast. Merry, Merry Christmas, 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 Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. I was the first one. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, I don't, did anybody? I didn't. Nobody gave a good response to this question, so I'm gonna okay. bring it up now. Which is that? Is there any 2021 films that you thought were good? I don't think I've seen a 2021 film other than Spider Man. Um, I saw several. I liked. I just barely saw Licorice Pizza, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, Licorice Pizza. Um, Movies of 2021. They don't make good movies anymore. Everyone knows. I saw House of Gucci. That was phenomenal. No, Whoa. just kidding. House of Gucci was slow, slow down was, there. It was literally fine. It was fine. It was I thought fine. I thought it was pretty dang bad. <laughs> I yeah, oh, I really, really. I thought it was like you thought it, you thought it was. Yeah, bad. I really I didn't give it like, like it. Dude, I thought the soundtrack was terrible. Did you feel yeah, the that soundtrack, the soundtrack was yeah, the atrocious? Soundtrack was bad. It was also the whole thing was so dude. depressing too. Like it was so. This guy watches Bergman's. He's saying House of Gucci. Yeah, more depressing. no, it's... Bergman is not depressing. Yeah, it's way more, look, way more, look, so empty. So fucking wrong. It definitely, <laughs> look, House of Gucci was obviously not a great film. It was literally the definition of fine. Like, I'm not pissed I saw it. I'm not pissed I spent the money. It's whatever. Um, I want it on And the Ridley record. Scott directed it. Ridley Scott's kind of funny just as a character in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Who? Ridley Scott. Oh, I recently watched his movie, uh, Body of Lies. The, the, with DiCaprio oh, okay. and... It's like a CIA flick. Pretty bad. Wait, we wait. We like, <laughs> yeah, really we like Dune, some right? Terrible movies. Dune was. Oh good. yeah, I saw yeah. Dune. I enjoyed Dune. Dune was alright. It actually is probably the best movie of like that I've seen that came out in twenty twenty one. Well, John's gonna yeah, John will say Licorice Pizza, and I want it on the record that. Well, it's not fair. I mean, I haven't seen. I it. want it on the record that No Way Home, I actually was. <laughs> Really He's... disappointed, and that's coming from someone who has seen every Spider-Man and every Avengers film, and doesn't like most of them. You've seen every Avengers film. Them. Yes, I'm an Avengers appreciator. I'm a shitter appreciator because I'm literally Bergman, literally me. Thank you, Dad. But uh, you, no, you haven't dude, seen all of them. Yeah, there's so many. Seen, like, did you watch? No, them? I've, seen, I've, I've, I've seen a few. Of them. I've seen all of them start like to finish. I've seen all of them start to finish, and No Way Home oh my God. is the biggest Marvel disappointment. I don't Dude, know. I mean, it was. Well, this is we're talking about. This is the Fanning Alexander. Yeah, this is. I, <laughs> this is. We went. We went from. Well, this is the, we went no, this from. Is, this is our end. This is, this is our end of the, 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 end of the year. Listen, this is, this I, is the end okay, of the year episode. Okay, okay. The I did. Okay, I didn't have any intention of seeing it, but like I, you know, you, you could. Everyone could have expected that it was going to be just like nostalgia circle jerk. You know, kind of. You're just spoiling. I. You know, you got you got what you ex- you, you were getting what you expected. I got worse than what I expected. We saw 
some of us saw old. Yeah, the, old. Uh, oh, yeah, old yeah that's twenty twenty one. I saw oh, at least sixty percent. Yeah, Stephen. Forty percent of my spend the bathroom yeah. pushing out. Yeah, it's not good, <laughs> dude. The, I saw I saw Matrix Four. I watched I oh, watched the first yeah, part of it. Was terrible. Oh, we, I watched the first yeah. like thirty minutes of it, and I just got so I was just so disinterested. I couldn't take it. Damn. Yeah, I believe that. It seemed it looked yeah, really it was, bad. It was very very bad. It's it's ex- think about Matrix, but, but like but like and also extremely by. boring. Like and the action isn't fun. Dude, what did we what did we see, Steven? I really liked that. Uh, with that uh that shit with like oh the crime happens once a year and now every all the the purge the purge, purge. Oh, and it was the purge, <laughs> the, purge the, the forever purge or something oh, yeah. like that that movie was purge infinity wars that movie was legitimately it's, evil yeah it's actually evil yeah. so fun to watch with friends but legitimately just one of the most evil things i've ever seen and the setting just the fact that it was a cheap movie day and like it was like post like masks were finally off in LA County for a week or something like that. And like the the, the theater was just flooded with like families of people of all ages and uh just like little children, you know, oh. like just like five year olds, four year olds watching yes, watching oh the purge. My. And not only the purge, it's the most political purge I've ever seen. It's terrible. Where there's yeah. where literally <laughs> the America just becomes Nazis. America just because of the purge, they literally, unironically, and it's not even a veiled like, oh, it's an analogy for Nazis. They are Nazis, yeah, killing and, they're just... and torturing black people in vans. Like, yeah. well, it's, it's so true so though retarded. because you know the purge, the masks go on, but the real mask of America comes off. Right, right, right. right. Don't you know all white people are insanely sadistic and just yes. crazy? Um, <laughs> yeah, if there was a purge, I would immediately start hurting. The, the, uh, the furthest from my <laughs> um Dude, I, this, those are the only 21 2021 films guys, i've seen that's crazy see the green knight no no i did I'm not, not cocked a24 slow burn because i'm not this isn't uh this is, is not 2021, but I watched The Passion of the Christ, and that was pretty good. Okay, well, we're just going to talk about oh, movies we, we gonna... watched this year. Now, now yeah, we're just, we're about... just open How about up about the this? floodgates. How about this? Yeah. We... No, just well, real quick. No, that's, the topic was I movies watched we've watched. I watched how about... No, it's not. It's, it's how about... 2021 movies. Cause... Yeah, how about... How about... Shut the hell. Our favorite yeah. movies that we watched okay, that's good, in 2021. Yeah. Okay. How about that? I mean, I've seen nothing good. What? I've seen... With the podcast. Oh, in the podcast. Yeah, dude, so any, thought, of any, any year... Dude, was really now, this, now this is a good topic. Yeah. Let me... Let me, let me uh, yeah, just pull up the scorebook. I mean, I already know my answer. I'm looking at it. I know Stevens. Dude, I saw... I but log, it's close, but it, it's... I, yeah. I log every... Uh, Wait, without looking at the scores... Can can people say what their favorite was of 2021, and will it be consistent with what their score was? Hold on. Yes. When when did we when did you, when did Lafice happen? Lafice is 2020. 2020. Wait, what was, was the last? We watched it on November 26th. The our first 2021 was Dogville. Was what one? Dogville was our first. What was before? What was before that? Was Dogville 2021? What was before yeah. that? It's the seventh continent, but that was twenty twenty. Okay, and then what was after Dogville? Uh, Viva Civi. And what was after that one? Sorry. 
<laughs> Life of Marianne. Okay, I found where 2021 started. Because you're looking at the damn, you're looking at the. I'm looking page. at Letterbox. Uh, John's looking at Letterbox, which is so uh, cringe. Letterbox. Get your own eclectic, and then you have the dates, baby. At F for fake Kino. F for fake phase. Uh, Amor Kino, <clears throat> Decalogue Kino. F for fake was really good. Okay. Uh, Train Spotting Kino. Oh. Train Spotting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell I'll tell you what. One of my favorite episodes we did was Tenant. Tenant was so fun. Tenant was fun. All right, best. Friend. I really like Scream. Oh my gosh, whoever did who no, said, the no the podcast, oh, the, the podcast, podcast. yeah the podcast. Did someone send like a a funny games Scream? Both are big. Yeah, green. yeah that I was Brody. That. Yeah, so cringe. Oh what? No, oh, well, the no, on I'm the I yeah. I said Brody it. Said it and I sent it well, because yeah, Brody said it. John no, said the meme. But because also, I, the, I thought there was something. No, also leading up to the pod, Brody also mentioned, like you said, Hanukkah and what, yeah. whatever his name is. That's right. That's right. I typed are it. literally the same or something. Yeah. Like that. All yeah. right. Favorite film I saw for the first time. Obviously, I watched like Amore this year. Right. Right. But first, my favorite film that I watched for the first time this year was probably Fabet's Feast. Mm. Fabet's Feast is so good. I really, really like Fabet's Feast. All right, cringe alert. Um, I think my favorite film that I, I don't know, it's hard to pick just one, but ones that I saw for the first time this year because we like covered some yeah. of the podcasts I already seen. Um, but probably Passion of Joan of Arc. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Passion of Joan of Arc is probably one of like the best movies I've ever seen. Like it is crazy, okay. and then if I can, <laughs> if I can give a little shout out for a, a fun favorite, a fun favorite. Okay, not just fun yeah, favorite, favorite, also incredible. I just recently watched the Red Shoes, which was crazy awesome. Um, yeah, we'll draw it at that. I don't know, lots of other good ones though. All right, Stephen, say it. We all know what you want to say. Yeah, I know. Mine was Amore, but mm -hmm. special shout out. Jacob brought it up. F for Fake gets a special place next to Amore as really awesome. Yeah, F for Fake, F for that fake movie, is sort of underrated, dude. Is just so, so, fun. so, so fun, so awesome. I'll leave it at that. Listen, Amore I, was obvious. Amore was crazy, though. The experience I had during Amore was crazy. Yeah, if I had seen F for Fake but, or Amore for the first time this year, it would be. <laughs> I'm reading all the I'm reading all the descriptions of, for the episodes. All right, what's our favorite description? <laughs> Having some chuckles. Thank nice. you. The, see, I'm glad. I'm reading the funny games one. Troy saved a family by choosing not to watch this film, <laughs> but he killed three more by recommending this film to us. <laughs> Listen as Troy tries to explain what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> this film is real? Wait, what exactly do you mean by reality? Hold up, you're cutting out. I just want everyone to know that John, for Christmas, got me funny games on Blu-ray and a really nice shirt with Hanukkah's face that on sure is it. That shirt's good. Where the face is like uh, shrunk down vertically, so it looks really funny, and it says yeah. Hanukkahnka. I thought it was yeah. Hank Hankies. That's how I. That's how I read it. Either or. Well, it's spelled differently than how you read it, but whatever. It's a very fun and awesome shirt. In spirit, it says Hankanki, as well as Hanankanki. Hanchagankadanka. 
Guys, I can't believe we spent this much time not talking about Fan Alexander when it's a five-hour movie. It, well, it's five and a half hours long, and most we got we got to recharge. Watched it like two weeks ago. Yeah, very true. And it's like, dude, I feel, dude, I feel like we need more scene by scene commentary episodes. I wish I actually watched it. That's why we should have done one episode per episode. I mean, then it would have taken a whole year. No, listen, this is the thing. Is I want to I wanted to watch I wanted to watch it as a short amount of time, but the talking about it could have been like, all right, I want to watch the full thing. Has nothing to do with the podcast. Then later we're gonna do an episode by episode thing, and I watch the episodes before each thing. That would make sense. Well, you'll be happy to hear that 2022 podcast schedule has already been set up. For the whole year, it's, it's just going to be yeah. 10 episodes. It's on our Dune! Patreon. We are watching Dune! Decalogue. It's on our Patreon. Decalogue. We, yeah. Episode per episode. Dunkalogue. Dunkalogue. Dicklog. <laughs> Dunk. Dunklog. Just so you know, Kubrick says the only masterpiece he's ever seen is Decalogue. Look, I want to point out... I want to look. Fuck? I want to... Dude, directors have we, such we funny should do, takes. We should... We should start off 2022 with just, you know, with a bang, with the with celebration, the, with the meme. We should, we should do 2001. Oh yeah. my god, 2001's Kubrick's only good film. God, I do not like that film, dude. Eyes Wide Shut's really cool, Brody. You need to. Eyes Wide Shut is cool. 2001's awesome. Film, okay? It is though. 2001's so good. Huh? I I'll, I haven't even oh, seen really? 2001. That's, dude, that's pretty impressive. It's sick, awesome. dude. It's I've I've not fun. seen I've not seen 2001. I have not seen The Shining. I have not seen Eyes Wide Shut. I've not seen. I've seen almost no Kubrick besides 2001. I've seen Full Metal Jacket. If we do not that? get another, I've seen Full Metal Jacket. All right, Barry Lyndon, underrated and overrated. If we watch, I've seen half of Clockwork Orange. Haven't watched. If we the do two thousand one, <laughs> if we do two thousand one, I can legally lend you a physical four K copy of it digitally. digitally. I can digitally. I can you will lend you one. Then. You can what? <laughs> Why wouldn't I just illegally download it? I'm gonna pay a movie guys, theater. Guys, stop! I'm pay guys. A movie theater, eight hundred dollars to screen, two thousand one. He thinks it only costs IMAX. Dude, I've got these melatonin gummies uh, the on my desk. The first movie I got from my Blu-ray system was two thousand one. If we do not Odyssey. get, if we do not get another professor on in the entire year of twenty twenty two. I am canceling we, this podcast. I, I actually would care less about professors and more just like general, like, like Experts. obviously we should get, it'd be fun to do guests, but just like, we got to get bread on here. Dude. Yeah. That, that'd be cool. And then also just like, uh, also more Tony. Dude. We need the perspective like of a man. We need people who write like, columns and blogs and like seem actually like super based yeah, and just cool experts. and like up to snuff. Yeah, yeah. Good, well, need, they don't even have to be like good, acclaimed experts. Yeah. Just people who seem chill. Yeah, just chill folks. Just chill, just chill. You know, weed seems, smokers. Yeah, seems easy <laughs> enough. Yeah, we just haven't done it. I mean, we, there's we've, we've probably written we've probably written two there, emails. There is a perspective. We've only written one, and we got. Listen, there's a there's a perspective <laughs> professor. Um, my girlfriend's French teacher wrote their master's thesis on three colors blue oh wee wee that's yeah that's literally 
but but that's we we and she's like friends with her professor so that that could happen we can make that happen yeah that's got she's got leverage that'd be cool yeah i agree we need to email more directors I think we need oh. to get Trier on for House of Jack built because that obviously. I think we so we can have a panic attack on there. On. We should all get a we should yeah. we should all get a pod with one of our parents on. Yeah, worst, that's the worst a good idea, idea ever. That is a really dude. That would be happen. so awesome, dude. <laughs> all of our grandparents. You tell me that wouldn't be awesome. Is that what you're saying, dude? That would. You need to each have an episode. Dude, that podcast would go crazy. <laughs> we need dude. To each have That'd a... be so awesome to have in the bank forever. We need to have an episode where we all have a nephew on. And they need to be under 10. That'd be pretty cool, too. Just, like, a younger relative. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so funny. My nephew's about to have a kid. What does that say I could, about you, I have John? a nephew who's I also my great nephew. Uh, having the, a kid. Oh, yeah. For the folks at home, John is 37 and single. With <laughs> 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 no prospects. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're all actually in our late Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the folks at home... I'm diabetic. I, For the folks at home, <laughs> before I say anything else, I want to I want to disavow any of the actions of Harvey Weinstein and any yeah yeah yeah. yeah. We can actually go our hearts go out to Gabby Petito and Weinstein's victims. We could actually say anything we want right now because our why are we disavowing Harvey Weinstein? Our retention rate because because we yeah wait why why wouldn't you? Are you saying no? We don't. Wait, Jacob, are you are you saying that you do not disavow the actions of Harvey Weinstein? That's not what I'm saying. I think you just did. Look, we can all speak very candidly about okay, what we're okay. right so now because nobody very, is It just seemed very so spontaneous. We have to... John, Troy, and Stephen have disavowed the acts of Harvey Weinstein, and Jacob is neither avowing or disavowing. Curious. <laughs> Curious. Curious. And in fact, he's questioning why one would yeah, disavow Harvey Weinstein. He's 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 raising a point about the whole thing. Yeah, he wants to question the mm, whole. You know, I, you know, I just. I, you know, I just don't think, you know, it's just not, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> you it's just not settled, bitch. you know. You, just, you, su- you listen, did. You've settled science. I'm settled waiting, I'm waiting for more information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for more. I'm waiting for <laughs> Dr. Fauci disavowed <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. No, Dude, uh, now that the dust is settled, how many, how many minutes is getting cut right now. Is uh, the last 40 uh, minutes of nothing, talking getting cut? No, nothing, barely, nothing's getting from. cut. That's are, so... Okay, I was under the impression that we were just kind of shooting the shit. No, this is fucking sick, dude. Alright, in that case, I wholeheartedly disavow. There we go. Welcome like to the club. Like and I, I also disavow anything know, I've said like, in the past. I don't know how to... <laughs> I don't know how many, 40 minutes. I don't know how many times... And the thing where I was dissing... That was all a joke, and it was just to, like, make yeah. Jacob feel better, who didn't Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that I even mentioned Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, we should probably talk about him less, because it's kind of, like, like, uh, like meta-platforming Look, him or something. Home, Listen, also that yeah, for all the folks at home, Parker, I want to disavow Harvey Weinstein all the actions said, uh, he was in and getting his insane amounts of pussy. That part where Jacob <laughs> said that women are incapable of serious thought, I disavow. <laughs> <laughs> I disavow Every, that thought. Everything that, uh, that I've said during this podcast, which would make me look bad. Jacob is opening uh, and closing a pocket knife right now. <laughs> Jacob is <laughs> threatening us with the pocket, pocket knife as he... I disavow, but everything I've said during this podcast that makes me look good, I avow. So true and based, and that's the meaning of Christmas. That's what Christmas is all about. 
Nice. You don't want to eat these so bad. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard not to. They, they look so tasty. Dude, are, are we doing show and tell? Are we doing a dude? Are we are we breaking records here? I think this is our longest. This is our longest podcast, and I'll tell you what's longer. Talk about the most. Dude, what happened to Dogville? Dude, we talked about Dogville. We had to like stop talking about Dogville because we're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta quit. Yeah, Yeah, it's two hours. We We gotta stop. With Jacob. Dream. Oh yeah, with Stephen wasn't on it either, dude. I was not on it. Okay, yeah, with Jacob and Stephen and Tony. No one thinks it's your kind of Everyone's moms. We know it's Jacob's kind of. And Brett and everyone's moms. Everyone's moms. And our nephews. And I, we have and we have a ten person call. We, we yeah. all talk about. <laughs> I am going to have to go outside at some point, and our drain. I have to do. Dude, dude, I have got, to drain the swamp. Hold on. Are you about to <laughs> drain on. the swamp? Look, this, this podcast is is this podcast is full free association mode. I'm switching to phone for a moment. While in my room, so I can show you this river. Wait, but, okay, this, this that's like, the recording. Is recording. Like the audio is on. The audio will be terrible. Well, no, no the audio won't exist. But for the we'll have to. We'll tell the audience what. What do you mean? Says. Are you gonna? Not, you're recording I'm gonna on Audacity, room, right? No, it'll. Be, you'll hear it. It'll be picked up by Audacity. It'll just sound like crap. How far are you going? You're gonna okay. yell from outside. What? No, I think he's just going to his window. <laughs> Dude, this yeah, sucks. I'm going to my window. I'm right here. Listen, viewers at home, shout out to Czech Republic. You guys continue to keep watching. Also, we hit two hundred thousand views on our uh, on our uh, because our analysis is so good. Yeah, groundbreaking. Groundbreaking analysis. Actually, we received two hundred thousand views and seventy thousand citations. (laughs) Yeah, and and a couple misdemeanors. (laughs) A couple felonies. I don't. I I meant to say this a long time ago, but we've also hit over a thousand. We've also hit over a thousand downloads. That's pretty epic. Yo, wait, what was that movie? Oh, Murmur of the Heart. Murmur of the Heart. Yeah, we received 200,000 views on Murmur of the Heart. Curious uh, where those views come from and the content of the film. But yeah, we, we do we not have any data about main what audience. countries is, yeah. are watching. And we and we have no idea why this could have happened and and or who the kind yeah. of people who are watching Listen, it. Listen, the data is misleading as to what Have you guys seen this? Just yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. So we're we are hold on. We are now acknowledging that Stephen has a gigantic. It's almost like a swimming pool. Wait, I don't see okay. it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's in the back. All of that hasn't loaded. Is, yeah. is a lake. And it's what and it's like news. it's like Olympic sized and pretty gigantic and it's not draining properly. No. Yeah. What what you think? I can't even see it. Yeah. Was all yeah. No, I could. You could tell. It's pretty insane. All right, I'm switching back. Um, Audio quality, good. Anyway, viewers, tell us what you want. If anyone has access to Lars von Trier or Hanukkah, um, please help us get them on the pod. And or get us you... on Joe Rogan. No, no, no. Leave a comment if, in the doobly-doo. If any of you are rich, please fly us out to Dubai, to wherever you have your money, and let's just hang out for an so evening. You know, we read all your comments. We actually we read any comment. one person who commented disagreeing with our funny games analysis. This person was right. uh, woefully unprepared to contend with us. And uh, <laughs> I did them a favor. He, yeah. he backed down like a little yeah, fuck. And uh, linked it to them and they didn't respond. They were so blown out. But, <laughs> but they were literally... I just want to say, we respect our viewership and uh, all that stuff. But this guy was saying that the 2007 funny games was better than the 97 and so yeah that was really weird uh, i feel like he just has a fetish for uh, naomi watts i do 
uh, we still responded. Wait, what did we say? Uh, because we, we because say? we because well, we, we love our audience. You're an idiot and we linked him a uh, well an, act, an authoritative article that disagrees with them, and so that's well, yeah, and then but then I I also gave a, a response in jest and then Brody backpedaling, calling. Uh, Troy stupid. Yeah, so Troy took or uh, Brody took the side of anti Troy in a very yeah, unco- uncomrade like manner. In the response, I refer to myself in the third person. That is weird. Well, I'm just a quirky artist. Oh, that's something like really smart people do is they talk all weird and incomprehensible. All right, so damn dude, is it scores time? Uh, well, we Wait, your your link, I guess your link was a Wii transfer link. Yeah, I sent. I literally sent him a PDF. Did he get it? I not that I'm aware of. Why would know. you link? Why would you link a Wii train? Why Why wouldn't you do something permanent so he could actually see it? Because I I couldn't think of a way to send him a PDF. Oh my! How would you do it? A I'm not Google Drive. You put it on your web. You put it on your website yeah, as a download. A lot of different ways. I don't know website. how to do. Do you know how to do that, Mister? So I what is Waigu? What is Waifu? No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you upload the file to your website gonna, and then create an href link. Have you ever explained like a by the term, way, like a by the way, to remove a Brody, remove me no. saying you from. Well, just take note. Uh, you have to give me. You, you have to give me time. Yeah. You have to give it if you want anything removed. Two fifty on my recording. You, two, you're gonna write it down. You're gonna give. You're gonna give me a message. Twenty seconds. You're gonna write it down and you're gonna give it to me. I will remember the number. Whatever, dude. Yeah, but I have a hard time remembering when to do. All right, guys. This is we gotta we gotta reel it. We gotta we gotta bring it back in. We gotta we gotta lay the we gotta finish laying the groundwork. We gotta like this is not Christmas like. Yes, uh, it is. is exactly, it's actually extremely it's Christmas. That's that's the worst. That's the worst propaganda I've ever heard. That Christmas is dysfunction. You guys make me <laughs> sick. Christmas is family, and family is not synonymous with dysfunction. That's just something they've told you, and you believe. Listen, Stephen, your denial of dysfunction is dysfunction. I gotta, I gotta, I, well, I gotta go. <laughs> Look, close the pocket knife before I fucking oh. kill you, bro. I will kill you. We need to get scores. It's scores time. I know. I know. I'm just I'm holding saying, up well, a knife. John has to go. I gotta. I gotta. All right. John has to Reasonable. Go. Let's right. go. All right. We're gonna keep recording, but John will go. I know. I'm out of here John. too. Okay. We our scores were gonna go in the Discord order, so, so nobody's first. confused. Oh, wait. Was Steven yes. What? Steven at the end. Okay, John. Can we give scores by episode? No. No. The what? Whole no. Thing. Just. Just do. Just do the. <laughs> Okay, yeah, this, okay, yeah. Dude, so John, Fanny and Alexander, me, Brody, I love Jacob, this movie Troy. so much. Um, so many things to talk about. Clearly, uh, but no, I mean, I, I, as soon as I watched it, I just kept wanting to rewatch it, and just frustrated that I, I, uh, I don't know, I just, I don't know, I wanted to watch it again, but it's, uh, it's quite the test to dig out the time to watch it twice within a few weeks um because i loved it so much though but um yeah either way uh i'm giving it a five whoa, whoa. that's sick that's hell sick. yeah john that's, that's sick. crazy you understood the film the insane. most holy smokes you should have went last with that truth bomb now all of us are gonna pale in comparison to no because awesome i well, give it a fu- just for the record oh. we all know what our subreddit talks about they all talk about how they only look at my score because the other scores are so unreliable <laughs> Dude, oh my! I just realized having a subreddit would be so funny for Can this. Can we make one? I'm gonna make, make I'm gonna make one in jest. But like, kind of hope that people actually go on it. Maybe 
We need to just start plugging the yeah, podcast on 4chan every day. Yeah, when do we start? When do we start? I won't. That, we would get the worst. It would, we, would, <laughs> yeah. it, we would have the most toxic audience. It would suck so bad. It'd be uh, so based. Truthful audience. It would be awesome. Okay. Yeah. Next score. Score, Steven. Uh, my score for right. I hear and see. We can both hear and see. I can't hear or see him at all. Maybe you should. Maybe you should leave the call and come back. Yeah. So Troy, maybe. Yeah, don't worry about it. Maybe leave the call and come back, Troy. I'll just be quiet and learn from context clues when he's done. Okay, Steven, go ahead. That is so true, Steven. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give this fantastic one-dimensional flick a... Wait, wait, a fantastic one-dimensional flick? John, it's not your turn to talk, okay? These are my final takes. Is it my go? Yeah, it's your go. Dude, this is a great film. Yeah, that was it. Yes, he's not. Dude, this film was a four. four. You gave it a four? Four point oh. (laughs) Dude, this film was fucking so sick, so awesome, so comfy, so wholesome, and I loved it so, so, so much. Apparent, I thought I was gonna love it the most, and until fucking Josh fucking owned me, fucking four point nine. What the? Damn. I wish what does, what does I film have to do to get a five around here, dude. I fucking you watched by me. I thought I was gonna be the big winner. Well, John's literally out of it. Oh, uh, but yeah, big big four four point nine coming from coming from me. That's awesome. Yeah, you're writing these down, right, Brody? Because I'm not. <sighs> All right, this movie. You know, it's about a lot of things. It's pretty long. You know, you, you got to really be in it for the long haul. It's about Christmas. It's about family. It's about truth. It's about lies. It's about God. It's about Satan. It's about nothing. It's about everything. It's about art. It's about uh, matriarchy, patriarchy. It's about mommy, daddy. You know, but what's it it's really about, about? But what it's what it's actually about is who knows. Um, <laughs> I was going to give this a, a score, but then Steven gave his score, and that made me rethink my score. Scores are... I think I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this a 4.2. Can I know what your score was supposed to be before that? Before you got hypnotized? No. <laughs> it was... His, his well, previous say- score... Previous score was he DM'd me 3.9. Okay. Thank you for explaining. That actually is true. That is true. <laughs> okay. So... On the enjoyment scale, so <laughs> so cozy, especially episode one. So cozy, Christmas, so good, so relatable family vibes, so much love. This film has so much love to give to you, if only you can open your heart to receive it. Um, I'm gonna give this, and and let me just say that I had the score in mind, and listening to other people's scores had absolutely no effect. Um, I'm gonna give Same. it a four it's a must watch, but uh, you know, let's fucking go, dude. You guys did Honestly, not get I'm this a, film. I, look, John and I got it. John and I got it. I was actually, yeah, yeah, I was expecting, I was fully expecting fives all around. Not gonna lie. Oh, that's great. I oh, bet, I bet, Berg, I bet Bergman would give this a five. John is off I bet his Bergman thinks he's the best. Off his rocker, giving this film. Troy, yeah. There was some, there was some like discreet messaging, like uh, there was some discreet. Uh, sleeper cell <laughs> messaging definitely... that only that was 
for John. Yeah. Like once you let's be let's be honest. And then your social security never appeared on. Let's be honest. Look, once you pass a certain threshold, it becomes basically awful. I don't know. I find. I find. How dare you? What? Are you about to undermine the holy score? No, I'm about to undermine the. Like I'm saying, I'm saying where where five rests, like what's past that is like, I mean it's all five. I, that's you why know what I'm saying. That's why you're out of your mind. For the place, the place be the place beyond the, place the five. Beyond five. Uh, Wait, why, explain why, so why am I out of my I mind? Mean, like, bro, you're telling me listen. that this film. Listen, I applaud you. If, if you. if it's a five for you, it's a five for you, and that's awesome. But uh, I'm thinking of other fives you've given, you know. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. Wings, Wings of Desire. Of five? I'm about a more. I'm thinking about Piano Teacher. I gave this a higher score than Wings of Desire, and I stand by that. Wait, John gave Wings of. I Desire. gave Wings of Desire a five. Wait, John gave Wings of Desire a five. I stand by that. Yeah. So. yeah. I gave a more. I gave a more uh, like a four point eight or something like that, or that's what I'd rate it now. I mean, if I were to, if I were to say. Yeah, yeah, off more the dome. Man, off the dome. Score, but just remember and realize that no one uh, takes anyone's score seriously except for mine. Mine are going to go down in the books as being very reliable for viewers. All right, shut the hell up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, cheers. It's even inside. Well, John Wait. gave a dude. John gave a more a four point nine. Oh, there you go. By the way. Officially, I just want it on the record that I still have no uh, signal from Peter. Is he like at his computer? dude? Fucking leave and rejoin the call. Like, is... Troy has to be. Trolling, He's literally dude. here. Like that's. I'm not trolling. I feel like you could. Yeah, that, he is probably is. Yeah. he probably is. Dude, fuck you. Who's Steven? Troy. Is Steven, <laughs> talking is Steven about Steven in the room right now. Who is right Steven? Now? Is he in the no, room? No, seriously. Is, is, he, right is he? Is he at his computer? Steven is. Steven's laughing this at you. Is so ridiculous Whatever. troy steven steven you thinks you're so funny wait troy what are you what are you just so we can we can uh kneel in awe at the uh the perfectness of your s- scores what do you what have you given a five uh i've given fives to i think wings of desire cries and whispers a more piano teacher officially Professor. on the pond you did not give a more five but i give it a 4.9 4.7 you had a worse score than john because uh, john was fucking wins. stupid bro. so listen well, the score the scores are an illusion no scores are extremely fake and evil no scores are yeah, extremely score, real that's true Troy's scores, scores, Troy's scores are fake scores and evil because they, they 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 claim to be something that they can boom, never be boom, exactly if mods. anything we should each instead mods. of a score we should each <laughs> have a, listen, everyone has to literally cringe like science right really yeah. please please if, and you're like anything, oh what the electron no uh, what you're you're the Troy, one who's Troy, being the Troy's science no. realist by ascribing a quantitative no, like science, value to something science, which is inherently qualitative if this were process. real instead of scores we would each submit an essay instead of a score and no, that would so be what was you guys, listed you guys, in the description you guys when faced with someone saying you guys, electrons you guys, literally exist you guys. you guys are like nuh-uh like sense experience blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm the base giga chad science is inductive and thus my scores, my scores obviously bear no relationship to the reality of these films. 
but they serve as useful tools for the audience to, uh, you know, they, they're, they're strongly indicative of the future experience of the audience. Based. Wait, that's absolutely. Uh, yeah, the case wait, for what are you, wait, why are you. Literally fake, but how is that not the case? And how is that not conveyed by. And also, yeah, yeah, five? let's talk you guys, about. You guys, you, guys stop, so you guys stop at science is literally fake, and I say science is literally fake, but useful. I, I don't. I don't. Nobody see, said hold that. On. Nobody is. You, nobody's. Yeah, you guys are like this, this, this conversation. No, so someone please, Troy. Troy, can you hear me? I just want to hear. He's being intellectually dishonest. Someone Steven, please. Stephen is trying. Stephen is saying Steven a lot says, of things right now, Steven and, says, and Troy can't hear him. Yeah, I can't hear. Steven. So Stephen, say it, and then I'll repeat it verbatim so that the audience can hear it twice. Yes, Troy, you're being intellectually dishonest, Troy. This sucks. This sucks so bad. Am I also? This sucks so fucking bad. Am I pivoting? Why haven't we? Why hasn't Stephen tried leaving and rejoining? Because I did. At his computer, is he still yeah. outside in the fucking pond? I did leave and rejoin. Why? Why isn't? Why isn't Troy trying to rejoin the call? A good, very good question. Okay, now that we've got him, I'm gonna block him from the server. Oh, now that he's not now here. Now that he's not here. <laughs> oh, I hear Stephen. There, yeah, there is. you go. Yeah, Dude. it's it's uh the suggestion I gave the first. Yeah, moment. like fucking twenty minutes ago. Oh, it's yeah. almost as if so I couldn't bad. hear Stephen. No, we all. Everyone, said it. I'm sure someone. No, no one said that, and as soon as they did, I did it because I know how to heed good advice. Just like right, how well Troy then, knows that the well, audience. I guess will it'll be in the scores. Yeah, just so I know the audience. My scores will go down in history as strongly indicative of uh, of the. Troy, how are ours not? How have I been inconsistent? Okay. Who's even been inconsistent? Well, here? no, I'm the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this all is this, this is where it, like, this is all, where this is where the real here, contention. No, 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 yeah. It's just obviously no, a joke. No, yeah, the meme. Um, no, no, it's, no, just no. Not, it's just a nothing statement. The nothing. Saying no, no, nothing. The nothing. I mean, just wipe away the last ten minutes. The nothing statement is that uh, my scores in particular will go down as famous, but the the truth is uh, I'm annoyed whenever John what? is like. What's the oh, truth? Oh, What's the truth, real. idiot? What's the truth? Say 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 wait, say it again. Say it with your chest. Say what? What? Yeah, I got you, bro. I, no, all, I don't like, even all know this, you're all of this, all of this is actually say what? <laughs> like, all of this is look. Scratch all of this is actually you're gonna want a timestamp on that. Look, yeah, that'll be three oh three thirty three for me. Look, all of this is actually futile because our retention rate never actually reaches to this point anyway. No, so. but they they, they read the, the number. They're in the description. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. That's what everybody does. They click on the they click on the video. They say, "I gotta see the score." Yeah. And then and then they leave. That's so true. It's like a Fantano, Maybe they're like, well, do like I want to do this episode? I obviously have to watch the film first. Let's check the scores. They read John's uh, score. For everyone at home, Troy is an extremely, extremely unbased person. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Listen, everyone's got their own scores, and everyone knows in the future, just like Hufflepuff and Slytherin, there's going to be different groups where they're like, I'm a, I'm a John score. Oh, I'm a Jacob score. And there's different schools of thought on who scores. Shout out to all the Jacob scores. <laughs> Stay strong. <laughs> I know our voice may be small, but our heart is large. I just want to point out that everyone's everyone's charts are probably have quite a lot in common. Like within within one within like half a star. Like most films yeah, are. Well, mine are mine are mine are the most different. Mine are the most different. Brody's are all messed up. Mine, mine's too hard against Hanukkah. Mine are the most different because I because of my distaste for Hanukkah. Yeah. So distaste. mine are the most different. Well, they're the most true and honest and based. Good job, Brody. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. The Troy school of thought when talking to the John school of thought 
are going to point to the fact that John doesn't even believe in the validity of his own scores. And at every opportunity, John wants to point out how scores are stupid and have no reflection. Look, this is not, look, despite, despite the way that I've said it in the past, this is not, this is not entirely accurate of my, my view on the scores. You cannot engage with Troy's intellectual, intellectual dishonesty. I want to. I want to say this guy me, is flaming you guys. This guy is trolling so hard. I want to say that this conversation sucks so incredibly bad. So and true. That the, and that the and that Troy's fault. Podcast should now end. <laughs> yeah. And it is partially Troy's fault. I'll take the blame. It's I can handle that. Troy's it's mostly I can Troy's fault. That. Okay. Can we leave? It's now? actually all my fault. No, no, no! Don't be a martyr. <laughs> you, sub- you just want to be a martyr today. Yeah. I hate you. Can all right, guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And a happy Merry new Christmas. year. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Hearts to all of yours. You know, yeah. I hope everybody a had a yeah. Twenty 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 two podcast is gonna be fun. Yeah. Big things coming for twenty twenty two, such as merch. Yeah. Merch. Yeah. Scene, many scene by scene State. commentaries. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for merch, scene by scene, big we'll, collaborations. Yeah, big collaborations. People we're gonna you have. May, yeah. You may recognize yeah. the names. We got Christopher Nolan coming well, up. We've got. We're cutting that off. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Dude, uh, we're, we're gonna make our own movie <laughs> about podcasting. We're getting a million dollar budget from a large studio yeah. to make our own movie. Yeah. yeah, this podcast is extremely profitable for us. <laughs> 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 you know, our balance sheet is coming out next year. Yeah, we gotta find out how much money we made. It's like it's like four hundred thousand split between five people. So I mean, it, it's not like the most lucrative, but it's pretty good. It's yeah. really good. You guys should all start your own podcast for money. <laughs> With money. that, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. 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 Merry Christmas. No, this will, this is going to go down as a very good Christmas special.